Hello guys. So before this episode starts, I just wanted to let you know that towards the end of this episode, in the last 15 minutes or so, there is the editing might sound a bit choppy and a bit off. That is uh, predominantly because uh, me and my guests, we discussed some things that uh, turned out to be inaccurate. So I've removed them uh, for, sort of for the sake of, uh, I guess I don't want to. Uh, be inaccurate and I don't want to have incorrect information on this show so besides that I hope you enjoy this episode hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of at the movies with William Fletcher as per usual I'm your host William Fletcher and this week I'm joined once again by Mr. Barney Metcalf hello hello I think you might be the longest tenured guest on this show at this point or at least or maybe tied for most episodes Ooh, yeah, at this rate um i'm, I'm on yeah for a bit yeah i good. just it's easier to just, just ask someone who's already done it so, yeah um so this week is going to be one of my longest episodes to date as we will be covering the best picture nominees for 2022 technically uh yeah so in a, a general sense, what are your thoughts on these films, like, overall? Um, see, the way I've been describing it to, to people over the last few weeks is that I think, you know, the Oscars are never usually, you know, I don't think they often pick, you know... The, ten, the, best, the, the best, best films films. of the year, yeah. But I think even by their standards, this is sort of a weak year. I, I or, kind... or certainly in comparison to the last two years, it feels yeah. Um, I kind of agree. Like I to sort of give my sort of general thoughts. I like most of these films overall, yeah. but I just about like most of them. <laughs> but um, to sort of I don't. None of these films have got, like, a massively high score from me. Like, the previous couple years. Like, last year had a couple nines from me for the Best Picture nominees. And then, yeah, the year before that. And this, there, there's... So, to, like, lay my cards on the table. No film this year got above an 8 out of 10 for me for right. a rating. So... Well, I, I may have a few above yeah. 10. But I've also got some of, you know... The, one of the lowest scoring best picture nominees I can think of. Yeah. Seen. So. Uh, so before we just before we started recording, I um, put the ten films in a random list generator, and that's the list we were going off with. So we're starting off with West Side Story. Okay. So, right. uh, I'd seen this one before the Oscar nomination. So. Sort of for comparison, I'd only see there were two of these films that I hadn't seen prior to uh, same, this. Same with me. Um, and I was going to see both of them anyway. One because I thought it would get in for best picture, and one because it was um, a film that was getting a lot of praise. Right. Uh, and we will get to those, and I will mention uh, them when yeah, we get yeah. to them. So, West Side Story. Uh. I mean, Spielberg, he, he makes good movies, mostly. Um, for the most part, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're one of those people who likes The Post, and that's a, an interesting yeah, opinion. Yeah, I am a weird outlier that, that as somebody who thought that The the Post was, yeah, quite good. Yeah, um, I have not seen it, but I've seen 
a fair number of his films now. I think like thirteen or so, maybe maybe fourteen. I don't know how many of his films I've seen, but you know, I always forget how much I like Spielberg, and then I watch one of his films, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, of course he's great. You know, it's Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. It it does feel a lot of people seem to agree that he hasn't really made anything amazing in like a long time. Like he's made good yeah. stuff, but he's ne- he hasn't made anything like like I think Schindler's List no was like the last film of his that got a lot of critical acclaim. Like he's had sort of best picture nominated films since then, but like the post, for example, a lot of people didn't really like the post especially and so we're a, bit... a lot of people didn't know it existed yeah uh and then you know i mean bridge of spies was best picture and then i think lincoln was and was warhorse the last decade or is that he had uh, yeah, like four... uh, that was 2011 i think that was yeah he had four films in the last decade get nominated for best picture so it's not like he hasn't been making good films, but no, I think don't think many people. He's not think, been making. He's not been firing on all cylinders. He hasn't been making like all time classics in a long mm. time, uh, and I think this is sort of. And I think you could argue that this isn't one because it's all you know. They just kind of thought, oh, that's a pre existing classic. We'll yeah, that. yeah. Uh, it's a sort of. Um... To be completely upfront about this, I have not seen the original. Neither have I. I had planned to, but I just couldn't be bothered, and I just was like, I'm not, like, you know. Yeah, no, as I, did, I did the thing that I often do, where I wait and I, I, I like, put, put, I put it off until the day that I'm seeing the remake, and by that point I've been like, you know what, not even worth seeing this. Like, basically the same film twice in one day, so I just didn't bother with it. Yeah. Um, so the original one best picture and mm. i think like nine other oscars or something's ridiculous i think it won like it almost won, everything yeah it was it was a big hit it was which is kind of strange because you don't see as many films nowadays sort of sweeping the yeah, oscars the like we, i think the first we got was parasite like parasite in terms of its nominations because it got like six yeah. nominations and won four which is pretty good, but it's been a while since we've had a film get nominated for like that really kind of yeah does the rounds and wins ten and things and win like ten things. Like the last one I can really think of might have been Return of the King, which won all that, Oscars that was, it was came nominated to mind for. Because yeah. uh, I I just can't really think of because most Best Picture uh, winners will win usually a couple others. Usually director goes with that, and perhaps a screenplay win if it's mm. nominated for it. And it's usually something else. Usually, like there's of course some outliers. Like uh, Green Book didn't win Best Director, but won Picture. But that also won Screenplay and Supporting Actor. So you know, like usually, Best Picture wins at least one or two other Oscars. It's very unlikely that yeah we'll get a f- film that is like nominated for Best Picture but nominated for nothing else. I'm trying to think. I feel like there must be a couple. Fit was extremely loud and incredibly close. Was that? Did that get another nomination? Or was that just best? Yeah, the, the ones I, I think that's one of them. But the one I'm thinking of, uh, I I just know for some reason is Selma. Um, Didn't that get something? Else? I thought it got another nomination besides picture. No, no, that's just the one. I swear it must. I thought it. Okay. Well, it's v- rarely like most best picture nominees get like three nominations 
at like a bare minimum. Like I think, and yeah, no, I think that sounds right. And West Side Story, the original, you know, uh, you know, won like every like Oscar is nominated for basically, and this film got nominated for I think a lot of the same things. I would assume. I don't think it got nominated for original song because there wasn't it wasn't one, um, which I didn't know about after I watched it. Because I don't know the songs from the original. Really. <laughs> I know, like, I knew one of them or two of them going in. The one I'd heard of was the one with, um... No, fuck, I forgot her name. Damn it. Um, not Maria? any... Maria. And she's in, like, the, the shop and she's like, I'm so pretty, I'm so pretty. Yeah, um, yeah that's the one. That's one of the yeah. I'd seen that, but I'd seen it used as, like, a joke. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, it was but, weird seeing it playing legitimately in a yeah, straight line. But um, be- maybe because it says the word gay, and that yeah. you know, is, you know, used to mean Curious one thing, and, and nowadays, yeah. oh, funny, they said gay, you know. It's, yeah. But um, what was the other one you knew? Um, I think I knew the the one but like, when you're a jet, da, 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 that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, quickly, just... Uh, Selma did get nominated for Best Original Song and Picture. But... Oh, did it? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. in that case, I was just talking But still, words. Original Song is such a weird, like, nomination for a Best yeah, Picture Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the other thing it was nominated for. Yeah. But uh, this film, I I, th- I quite liked it. I think, sort of, generally, I thought it was good. A good movie. Yeah, no, I, I think it's... Uh, basically, this is what I think is going to win this year oh that's and, and, interesting yeah that's, that's my prediction i'm going in with okay well because um, at the end we were going to discuss picks and predictions but no it's okay we can start this now Oh, okay well why yeah, do you well, think i guess we'll just since we're on this topic why do you think yeah, west side I'll story go will win? well it's a good bit of spielberg and you know people love a, spielberg yeah. yeah people love spielberg and it's a, it's a step up in spielberg than we've gotten in more recent years so yeah. I think there'll be a bit of a like, ooh, Stevens making good stuff again, um, or better stuff again. Um, but also, I just think it's you know because it's all I guess the only thing holding it back is that it's you know a remake. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. again, that could also work in its favour because it's like, look, it's West Side Story again, and it's pretty good. Um, so you think there's people could um, sort of have nostalgia for it and be like, oh. I grew up watching this, the original, and I'm sort of getting flashbacks to that, and that sort of makes me want to vote for it, for best pick yeah. to win. Okay. Um, I don't agree, but I think it's one of the only films that could win at this rate. It's probably the, yeah. one of the only ones I can think that, it, that can upset, really. I, I don't think... Like again, it sort of depends how other awards ceremonies go in the ne- in the coming weeks, but I, it's one of the only ones I think that has a real shot of getting yeah, it's one of, of winning. Well, in terms of I guess my, if I was to rank them in terms of likelihood, yeah, it would be top three. Mm. Uh, so yeah, this film it's it's basically Romeo and Juliet, but the difference is it's good. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's not insufferable like all Shakespeare is. Um, I went in 
because I knew people were raving about it and were saying how great it was, and I was, like, it's fair to say skeptical, because yeah. it's, while I love Spielberg, I am aware he hasn't really made anything good in a, quite a while, or, like, absolutely really amazing. Classic, you know? Yeah, and, you know, I don't really care for romance stories. I think most of them are shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> And it's not really only about two possible endings. Yeah, and it's kind of like, and I was like, so I knew it was based off Romeo and Juliet, so I'm like, well, I just sort of assumed like they're gonna die at the end, right? I I was not. Um... See, that was an element. So I, I going in, I didn't know that it was particularly Romeo and Juliet stuff, and then it started, and I was like, actually, yeah, no, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I kind of came to that conclusion on my own as I was watching it, and then yeah. I thought. Are they both going to commit suicide? Because that doesn't—that's not very '60s Broadway musical. Yeah, and that seems a bit dark for Spielberg. Like, I know he did Schindler's List, but like that, this is more happier than Schindler's List is. Yeah, Schindler's List is all quite down and depressing. Yeah, but this, this is—you is, know—it's a—it's a bright, it's a colorful fun. musical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, just romance stories just don't work for me unless they're about failing romances and breakups. Those are the only good ones. I I sort of realise that that's my taste in romance as well. Like, all the romance films I can think of are just like, oh, these people hate each other now, and they're leaving each other. And that's the only one, good one. One of them will probably die by the end of the film. Yeah. But I... Well, I guess this kind of splits the difference. Yeah. And then... So I, I went to see this with my grandparents and my younger mm. sister. Because my grandparents... Uh, my my um, My nana grandma whatever whatever you want um she is a big musical fan musical theater fan right. yeah, to be specific big musical fan. yeah um and i assume she would have seen the original when it came out you know she's old enough to have been alive when it came out and so she took us to see it and i was like yeah i'll go see it more just because i'm like it will probably get in for best picture i should probably watch it now yeah um, yeah and, like, the opening scene, I kind of was sold on it in the opening. I was like, oh, this is actually good. Like, this, like, immediate, like, the sort of cinematography, like, straight up. I was like, oh, mm. this is, this looks good. Like, this is, this might be a good, and I'm like, this can't be good, right? This can't be a good movie, right? Far better than it has any right to be. And, yeah, I think I kind of really loved it. Um, yeah, it it's good. It's a good movie. I think it's a very solid film, yeah. It's very kind of mm. inoffensive. Um, yeah. It's, it's definitely probably one of the biggest crowd-pleasers for Best Picture nominees this year. Yeah. In a way that certain other films like Power of the Dog or, like... Uh, I guess Belfast. Belfast. Well, Belfast is a bit more to for the audiences, I think, because it's sort of like, oh, it's about this kid and his dream and Actually, everything. I, I, in that case, but Power Belfast. of the Dog is about you know cowboys. Something. And, yeah. We'll get there. We will get there at some point. But this is, I mean, and this is, and sort of like Coda as well. I think Coda is a very um, easy film to get into because it's a very light mm. film. And this film yeah. does have dark elements, and there is some brutal shit that happens. Like, people get really hurt. 
in this film. Yeah. And I was like, man, Spielberg's going a bit hard with this one. Like, he's not, like... Going from zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah. And it's like... And I was like, okay, these people, they don't like each other. There's probably going to be some fights. There's probably going to be some people dying and getting hurt. And I was like, fair enough. But it felt... I don't know. just felt like... Real, I guess. Like, it didn't feel like... Like, Indiana Jones films, for example. Like, the punches, some of them don't feel real, if that makes sense. Like, I don't feel like... Yeah, they're very movie punches. Yeah, but this, it kind of felt... Yeah, but this one, it felt kind of like... Oh, is he actually hitting him? (laughs) Like, is this person actually being injured right now? So, yeah, I I think this was... um, it's sort of on a technical level, pretty much good across the board. I think it it looks very yeah, nice. No, it's, it's really beautiful looking film as well. It's, you know, yeah, well very made. well shot. I think you know, like sort of costume design and uh, the the sound. I think the songs are all very well performed, more or less. I they don't have done. <laughs> yeah, I don't movie musical sequences. Yeah, yeah, so I don't have the original to compare them to, so I don't know if it's. Uh, if they are good adaptations of these original songs, I, I've got no idea. Uh, but I guess performances were good. Solid, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I guess the the one performance that's getting a lot of love and awards hype is Ariana Dubose in the film. Yes. Uh, yeah, I thought she's probably the best no not the best performance i think i preferred the maria yeah i thought rachel zegler was i don't i don't think infinitely better is the is the way to put it i do think she was the better performance and i think it is a bit of a shame that she's not getting the awards love that dubose is getting because i think she's yeah i would say she is better she's the better performance of the two but everyone's sort of showering dubose with awards uh recognition and love even though they're not doing that a different thing no um yeah and you know i think all the other i think like man i just think i'm just sort of to sort of tease something for later i think that the best actress category this year is kind of a bit shit like it's kind of like Really? These are what we're going with this year? I'm going to have to look it up and remind myself a bit when I get to more detail later. Because there's definitely some major snubs um, we will get to, in fact, one in in a film we're going to just talk about later, uh, which I've... I have the same thought. Yeah. But yeah, I I think Rachel Zegler should have been nominated for Best Actress, personally. I thought she was probably the best performance (laughs) in the film. And she's sort of just not really getting the, you know, recognition I feel like she deserves. But, this, is, this was her, like, breakthrough performance, wasn't it? This is, like, her first uh, film. Yeah, more or less. I think I think this is, like, her first, like, film performance. I think she's done other stuff, but she hasn't really... Um... Yeah, but made a proper film, yeah. yeah. She's going to yeah, be in the... For the first time, yeah. Um, remake, the Snow White remake that Disney's making, because, you know. Okay. Uh, she's only twenty, so she's you know she's not like uh, been around. Yes, it's long, and while it's young, it will last longer. Yeah, 
I think she's had for in fact I think what it is is she's she had a career on YouTube before sort of like Bo Burnham did I guess and she would do like song covers I think and I think she did a song cover of one of the West Side Story songs and I think that would have um that helped sort of propel her mm. to getting uh so this is her first feature film that she's done yeah. And it looks like it's the earliest, like, sort of film, sort of on screen thing she's done. I think this is, like, the earliest thing. It, on, like, on her Wikipedia page, this is the earliest project she's been a part of. Right. So. Oh, yeah, I guess this is just a real, yeah, new thing for her. Yeah. Um, then we've got. Who else is in the film? Ansel Elgort. He's a bit. Nah. Um, I feel like we're not allowed to say good things about him. Yeah, I I mean, I didn't think he was bad per se. He, he was certainly in the film. He was he was he was he was he played a part. If and if it was yeah, someone else I don't think I would be that distraught, you know. Yeah, I don't think he didn't it didn't really like he was I mean, he was fine, I guess, but he he didn't really like this is just super awkward now because <laughs> it's Ansel Elgort. Um yeah, the bit where they're underneath like the stands in the gym. Yeah, that he, felt. He's like really tall as well, and she's quite small. I'm yeah, like, no, get away from her. That's ankle. pretty. Yeah, and and <laughs> the bit where they're on like the stairs, and that and he's like looking through the grate, and he's like locked. I'm like, good, it should be locked, and then he just gets up there anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, he was. Uh, uh, I I don't. It's weird to talk about him because of, you know, the the things. Um, but, you know, it's not like he was bad or anything. It's just sort of like he wasn't uh, anything special. Yeah. Um, then we've got David Alvarez, who's play, who played um, um, Maria's brother. Yeah. Yeah, he was fine. I, I, I sort of, in general, didn't think the supporting cast were anything particularly great the um the performance i've heard a lot of people really um like gunning for and giving a lot of love is i'm just double checking the guy's name mike faced oh mike Feist, yes who um yeah the guy who plays uh i forget the character but he's like ansel elgort's mate he's like yeah he's the leader of the uh, riff is his name riff yeah, he's yeah. the yeah. I didn't really think he was all that amazing, honestly. I don't know why people are gushing over his performance. Neither do I, because he just kind of shows. I mean, kind of talks like that, you know. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, this was a much better film for him to be in because he was, he had a choice between West Side Story and Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. And this is the oh. much better choice because Dear Evan Hansen is kind of shit. Um, it's not great. Yeah. It's not very. Like, besides Dubose and Zegler, I didn't really think anyone was particularly good. Like, or yeah. great even. Like, they weren't bad by any means, but they certainly weren't, like... They just showed up, did the job, and left, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, y- you... Too far, I, you don't even sound particularly sold about Zegler and Dubose's performances. Like... I thought they were quite good, but it wasn't, like... You know, I wasn't like, wow. You don't think DeBose should be the front runner for best supporting actress? I um, mean, I assume you probably wouldn't think that anyway, but... No, nah, not particularly. No. Nah, uh, 
like happy she's, she's there. I think she does some strong work, but you know, yeah, and probably of the nominees, maybe my favorite, but I don't think any of them were particularly great there's one i haven't seen yet but the others i have seen i don't think were especially great so i guess Um, it kind of has to go to her but not necessarily because i love love the performance it's more just like yeah this is how everything is i guess a process of elimination um so looking at the the ones i've seen I'd, i'd give it to somebody that i guess i can talk about in in a minute yeah uh, yeah, this film... I'm being quite middling about it, even though I did quite... <laughs> yeah. I'm... I think maybe I, I, I appreciate the technical aspects of it more. Mm. It's definitely got... It's, I think the, like, opening shot that sort of establishes, like, the grounds that the... Um, I forget yeah, which was which. The, through, like, the jets are working in. I thought that was very... Yeah. I think that was a very nice sort of establishing shot. I think uh, a lot of this film does feel quite 60s in the way some of it yeah. directed. Yeah, I mean, it does take place in that time period. They didn't sort of modernize well, yeah, it. Yeah, exa- exactly. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. And that, that opening kind of craning shot, that felt very kind of... Yeah. Um, could be from a 60s. It, um, I, I think the choreography for most of the songs and performances were all pretty good. Like, I, th- I thought it was very well done. Very pleasing to the eye. Yeah, I mean, I I do appreciate some good um, choreography in a, in a in a film with. Hey, it's no peacemaker intro. Oh no, nothing will be that exactly. peacemaker that intro. Nickel of dance numbers. Yeah, uh, but you know, it, it's decent, I guess. <laughs> it yeah, no, it's, no, it's no, it's it is good. It's you it's know, musical, yeah, and that's I, very it's, obvious. You know, it it's Spielberg. Like you're usually usually. You can't really go all that wrong with Spielberg as a director. Um, yeah, no. He, I, I I feel like it's degrading to say that he's like a safe pair of hands because he is genuinely a very good director. Yeah. And yeah, and uh, an interesting fact I learned that I think Spielberg was the first director to be nominated. I think in six different decades. I think it was or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I think what the seventies. 80s, yeah, 90s, 80s, 2000s, 90s, 10s, 20s, 20s, yeah. 20s, 20s, yeah. yeah. The only director for, and I think he's been nominated the most of any director, or, or certainly surprised. close he's, to. He's kind of become the Meryl Streep of that category. You need an extra. I mean, spot yeah. I mean, Spielberg. yeah. Last decade got four nominations for best director. For uh, stuff that is very not much not his um, best work. Yeah, I think he's been nominated. Well, he's won. He's only won twice, which is kind of a bit interesting that he's one of those people who was it Saving Private Ryan and Schindler. Yeah, both very well deserved. Both are incredibly well directed films, but he did not win Best Picture for Saving Private Ryan, which was no. an interesting one. I think the next closest is Scorsese. I oh, think yeah. if Scorsese gets nominated next year, then I think he will tie with Spielberg. Yeah, I, I was going to say, he probably hasn't yeah, been nominated this decade yet. But, you know, I mean, again, it's sort of Scorsese, you're always going to nominate Scorsese, even for his... Well, he didn't get nominated for The Irishman, did he? No, he got nominated for The Irishman. He did? Oh. Yeah, he only made, like, a couple films last decade. I say, he wasn't that busy in this one. I think he got nominated for, like, f- 
almost all the films he made though in the last decade i think because i think he got one for wolf of wall street and i think and i know he got in for irishman i don't know if he got in for hugo or not i think that would be weird if he did yeah so that and silence silence i think those are the only films he oh shutter island of course oh yeah oh he's not Uh, the best director for hugo that's weird it's a weird fact (laughs) that's crazy doesn't seem very no he doesn't get nominated for taxi driver but he doesn't get nominated for hugo that's that's the bomb yeah this Um, film so like yeah it's spielberg but it's like it's sort of inoffensive spielberg yeah, it's not like his best work ever, but it is a film that is reminding me of why I do enjoy his stuff. Yeah, he's. It's. I mean, I'd say it's probably of the nominees, probably the best directed film of the year. Yeah. Of of the of the five people nominated for best because it's he, he's the one I'd give it to. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it sort of could be, and maybe he could get it because they're like, ah, oh, Spielberg, you know, you've done this a long time. You know, this might be one of our last opportunities to give you one or. Yeah, do an Oscar, but I don't know. Yeah, I think he should get it. But in in terms of direction of the nominees, I think it's because all the other nominees for best director, they, like this is such a, a Herculean like major task to try and do like a musical. Like the other nominees are much, like Belfast, you know, isn't really that. Like it's a yeah, bit yeah, more. Belfast drove my car. Not exactly films that really allow you to. Yeah. I, like Licorice Pizza, that's a screenplay. That's like a great screenplay movie, but it's not a great directed movie, if that makes sense. I think it's... Well, we'll, we'll get to my feelings on Licorice Pizza. And and The Power of the Dog, again, isn't like amazingly well-directed. Like, it's fine, but it sort of all takes place in one location predominantly. Like, most of it There's is... There's not really room for interesting direction. But, like, this. This is a musical, you know, and you've got dancers, you yeah, know, you've got singing. Yeah, and yeah exactly. Really you've energy. got some action stuff, you know, people, you know, getting into fights and everything. So it's sort of like... Yeah, and I think he, he covers all the bases very well. Yeah. I, I just think that there's anything else to really... There's not really that much I have to say about West Side Story. Yeah. I mean, fun. yeah. Also in the film acting i I probably mentioned this before is rita moreno who was in the original west side story as anita where she won the oscar she's the old woman in the shop um yeah 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 yeah. okay and if dubose wins at the oscars which i feel like she probably will but we might not um it's gonna be like a, a joker Vito corleone thing exactly and it'll be the first time it's happened with a woman so <laughs> every time I say a woman I just think of Roger Moore in Moonraker. He has invaded my thoughts. Yeah. It happened there's other things that like Alan Partridge with James Bond's going to die. And in this one, Tony no no it's not is it no Tony, yeah, Tony Santel Elgort. Tony dies. And I was like, Oh Oh my god, Tony's going to die. <laughs> And and then he does. Yeah, I didn't know that. He, I I thought, oh, are they going to kind of go the weak option and have them both live, and then it's all yeah. really happy? But, oh, I mean, I I thought the opposite. I I was like, so they're both going to die, and I kind of didn't want them to. I I just before we moved on, I was kindly weirdly invested in their relationship, and I don't yeah, really understand it sounds, why. It, it surprised me. Like I was watching the film, and then by that point, I was like, oh, was quite like them. And I think yeah. I got a bit emotional when he died, and I'm like, how am... Well, I wasn't really emotional, but I was certainly like, oh, only one of them died. And it feels weird. 
because again, it's Ansel Elgort, <laughs> and it's like, why do I kind of feel a bit bad for this guy? <laughs> Maybe it's because Rachel Zegler was upset. Character, yeah, poor Tony in, yeah. in body, no. Yeah. No, Although I will say the bit, the the one of my big weird bugbears, a bit that really was weird to me, was when um, uh, Maria's brother is killed. And then her and Tony fuck. <laughs> like, she knows that he's dead. Oh, yeah. I've talked about this moment a lot with other people. But, yeah. And like, your brother's just been murdered. What's your first course of action? You know, grieve quite a bit? Or no. go and bang the dude that killed him? It's kind of a staple of Bond, though, isn't it? I mean, Bond doesn't usually kill them. But usually he tells them, oh, yeah, someone you know is dead. And then, they, you know. Oh, yeah, Thunderball is like, yeah. He, he bangs yeah. her. Then he, then he tells her. Then he tells her, yeah. Oh. That's what Tony should have done. He should have just yeah, he waited. He should have been like, right, now that I've used you, um, I've got some <laughs> Sounds like Ansel Elgort. Sorry, Ansel Elgort. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this film, while I do quite like it, there isn't a lot to talk about because it's, like, it's just good, you know? like They're very competently good. And, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's definitely a good movie and certainly enjoyable. It did feel a bit... There were a couple bits, I will say, like when Anita goes to, like, the shop and there's all the... Shop... The the bad... The white people. The white people, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the sharks? The sh- I, I always the forget. Jet. The jets. And yeah. she's, like, trying to get out and then they start, like, you know, Insulting. grabbing her and I'm like, oh, yeah. you're not gonna do this, right, Steven? We don't... This isn't... We don't need this. Yeah. And then, thankfully, it doesn't happen. I was like, good. Because that would have felt super weird, <laughs> kind of a bit. Yeah, I wouldn't have liked it. I mean, gang rape is a terrible thing, but... Yeah. It's one of those I don't really want to be confronted by it. <laughs> yeah. It's not a, uh... Particularly... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to rate it, and then we'll move on to the next one? Yeah, sure. Um, for, for, or is kind of like kind of condescending towards it as I've been a little bit um, <laughs> just because I think the story is not necessarily the most amazing yeah. um, I think this is a very very strong bit of work from Steven Spielberg mm. I enjoy it a lot it doesn't feel as long as it is it's all quite entertaining throughout mm. I will say that go on some tangents and yeah like... I felt it breezed it sort of breezed by mostly I don't really have any yeah there's a lot of that kind of entertaining to watch that you don't really care that it's almost like what, two and a half hours long uh, yeah, certainly. It's got to be close to that, right? right. Like that. Um, so I, I'll give it a, a 7.5 out of 10. Mm. Um, I, I am a bit more positive than you. I'm giving it just like a, a strong, a, a very sturdy 8 out of 10. It kind of feels like maybe we'll get more really great things from Spielberg because, you know, kind of been missing that. Yeah, no, it's definitely going to be like, yeah, Spielberg, he's still out there. And hopefully this has sort of reinvigorated him to be like, yeah, I'll make proper movies now and not you know not just gonna go off and make ready player one or whatever he did yeah i think that was the last film he made actually uh or bfg he, he did that oh yeah i forgot that the bfg was a that's thing. so weird um what a strange career he had in 2010 hey i respect him because he's like fuck it i'll make what i want <laughs> even if it's not good him. i'll just do it, just doing it daniel day lewis is abraham lincoln yeah, I'll do that, you know. Roald Dahl, fuck yeah. Roald Dahl, yeah. 
Um, next one up. Right, uh, I, I forgot this seems to be Ricky Gervais, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, dog owners, yeah, you know, joint ears. Yeah. Children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. BFG, right? Raw doll. Yeah. Um. Ready Player One, right? Yeah. It's like Enjoy. Iron Giant and stuff, right? <laughs> Um, oh god I do that so often it's so I fucking hate that um, I do that so much but it's it's so funny um, it's funny yeah then the next um, one we've discussed this film so already because some of these we've already discussed in our review of the year episode which you can listen to it's super long hey. but definitely worth listen um, if you want to listen to us just kind of fucking missing about for three hours for three hours yeah it was I it, it went so long um, it was it, a long one it's Speaking of films that go, uh, go long, Dune, man, that would have oh, been such no. a good that would have been such a good segue into Drive My Car, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would have, yeah. It would have been so good. But Dune, um, I have bumped my rating down from the last time we talked about it. Mm. Like, let's just be honest, this film isn't that great. <laughs> um, oh, I mean, this might be the most. I think this is the worst of the lot. Okay, this is probably my second to third least favorite. Uh like let's I think this is far and away the most overrated film of these though. Like the fact that this is in the this IMDb is the only one that I'm legitimately angry that it's here. I mean, I probably I personally wouldn't have put it here. I'd have put a lot of other things on the, in this 10 in this list yeah. of 10 than do. This would have been like so far so much lower I mean, when, on the when, list. I, when I look at my own kind of what are my 10 highest rated films of 2021 it's not much better no but like, like you would have put in like last night in soho or something yeah like that. yeah i would have i would have thrown in i'd thrown in like either spider-man or like no time to die or i would have absolutely thrown in spider-man personally but you know marvel films best picture no oh except black panther yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. um so but no instead we're stuck with bunch of boring people standing about in the sand <laughs> with timothee chalamet and Timothy. rebecca ferguson and all these good actors who don't really do much i don't think that benny Villeneuve is a actor's director you think he's a visual a more visual storyteller he's, he's a very technically minded director just because i mean every film even films of his that i do enjoy quite a lot like arrival Mm. Um, I've not. You don't I love the I characters it. in it. It's not the characters that do it for you. Yeah, it's so. not the performances that I'm like, wow, yeah. incredible. You know, and I, I still say this, and I haven't seen Prisoners. I think I said this last time. Yeah, still haven't gotten around to it. Um, Prisoners is the one I want to watch because I'm like, that's probably going to be his best one for me. Hugh Jackman bashing up a sink and like threatening to kill. And Jake Hugh Gyllenhaal, Hall. like, come on, you can't go wrong with Jake Gyllenhaal. Be, yeah, and no, Hugh Jackman. Like, like, but no, this is just in this one, mate. <laughs> Maybe he was aware that it, it was just dull and, and crap, so he just was like, you know what, guys, just say the lines and we'll film you. We'll, we'll, we'll leave um, it there. I originally, if you listen back, I originally had this at a seven, which looking back was definitely too generous, because I remember sitting in the theatre watching this being like, man, I am kind of yawning a bit and I'm a bit tired and I'm kind of a bit like, what is going on? So then I went and saw Spider-Man afterwards because that's the complete opposite. <laughs> oh, what a, what a cure. And what a cure. infinitely better on, like, so many levels. <laughs> um, but this film, 
And seriously, I don't understand because this film is like in the IMDb top two fifty of all time. Yeah, this is this is the film that I I genuinely have no idea what people people are claiming this to be an utter masterpiece of a film, and do I just? I'm sorry, but any reasonable person will watch it and think not masterpiece. Far from it. (laughs) Like if I like most of like when this film initially came out and was being screened at festivals and everything, people were giving this like fucking nine out of tens, ten out of tens, you know, eight, oh, yeah, some eight. Yeah, my my letterbox is just chock full of. Oh man, there are so many. Well, it's, yeah, it's like sixty percent um, positive, like tens and nines, and then there are you know the other forty percent of reasonable people that are like. Yeah. So just to sort of look at this list here, I'm looking at people on Letterboxd just on my phone. So I've got 10 people here who have seen it, and four of them have given it a 9, two have given it a 10, one's given it a 6, and one's given it a (laughs) 4. So, you know. Um, Yeah, I've got two 10s, two 9s, and then it's all kind of middling 6s and 4s. And and it's weird because we know all these people. (laughs) Yeah. We all are well done, guys. For the most part, you've done a good job. You you did the right. Like I just like I don't get it. I really don't get what I'm. Maybe part two will make it better, but I don't know if that is true. Like I I, I mean, if I have to rewatch it to find out, that I'm sorry, but this film will just have to stay crap. No, I like I will see Dune part two because the story isn't complete, and I do want to know what happens, and I will see it. But I'm not. If you want to know what happens, I'm just like, well. I mean, I could also just look up it online because it's based off a book, and the book will tell me what happens. Yeah, but I feel like that's going to be exhausting in of itself. Yeah. So genuinely, like, if for the for the bits that I was like, hang on, I've missed a bit because I got bored. What's happening? (laughs) I'd like have a quick read on Wikipedia to catch. Like, it it was still boring. Yeah. Like, I can't even read somebody summarizing this film. Yeah, um, and it's weird that this is, like, considered the next Lord of the Rings, and, oh, like, sorry, I don't know, Lord of the Rings is so much better than this. It literally twice as good. Like, yeah, like, Lord of the Rings genuinely are, like, close to masterpieces in my mind. Well, Return of the King and Fellowship are. Two Towers is a bit... watch them again for a while, just because yeah. I feel like I've, I've been unkind to them recently. I don't know where I got that from because I haven't talked about them, but yeah, but like this, uh, and it's weird to me that so many people, that so many like casual film watchers like this movie. Like this is the the most boggling thing. Because like, if I found it somewhat boring at points, how does like a regular film watcher, like a sort of people who they only sort of really go out to see like the Marvel films or Star Wars or like the big franchises. How do they not yeah, find how, something how like this boring? I'm not thinking this is utter shit. But they would find Power of the Dog boring. Like, at least Power of the Dog has, like, Benedict Cumberbatch naked in a lake. <laughs> like, and, you know, it's got... <laughs> it's all, yeah, random things that you're like, wait, what? And, you know, you've got, you know, like, gay cowboys and shit. But this, you don't have that. It's like, I, I like, also, legitimate... Dog's, like, quite nicely shot for the Yeah, exactly. the most... I mean, oh, uninteresting. It's it doesn't really have a lot of color to it, does it? 
Yeah, and it feels like, like it kind of should. It's like Denny fired all of the like people working on lighting. You're like, no, yeah. don't need you. It's like, oh, you the pe- like Blade Runner oh, twenty, God. yeah, like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. From what I've seen, is very colorful. Like, there's lots of oh, colors yeah, in it. Like, like Anna de Armas is like pink, <laughs> like a giant pink woman. Giant pink uh, hologram. Thing. Hologram, yeah, and it's like this just doesn't have any of that. And it's like, what did you do? Did Roger Deakins... Did you not get Roger Deakins back again after he made... Maybe Roger read the script and was like, I'm no. getting old. This film will kill me if I make it. I mean, I mean, to be fair, Roger Deakins doesn't really need to make films anymore. He's he's a legend. He doesn't need to do this anymore. Yeah, no, he, he can do what he wants. Yeah, but it's so weird. Like, also, people are raving about the score. And... I mean, to us, I say why. What... Like, I like Hans Zimmer, but I will say I think Hans Zimmer is overrated. He can be very lazy, like phenomenally lazy. Like, a lot of Nolan's score kind of sound the same. Like, they sort of all blend together. And, like, you've got some sort of individual it's tracks. Kind of loud noise. Yeah. Pretty well made loud noise. But yeah, but, yeah. like be like okay that's hans doing his thing like the difference is like with tenet ludwig ludwig godensen like that is really good music in that film and it doesn't really feel like i'd have to listen to it again but i didn't really think like oh that's hans zimmer like i could i I mean i knew that it wasn't hans zimmer but i didn't really feel like hans zimmer light if that makes sense like i didn't feel like someone doing an imitation of that and this is just like hans was unavailable can you do a decent impression yeah and 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 then this and in dune it's like is he really is this what we're gonna give hans zimmer his second oscar to like this is what he's gonna win is another another I mean, oscar this for? isn't even the hans zimmer score of this year that i would nominate him for like his first oscar was for the lion king which is a really great score like there's great score. pieces of music in that you know and we're gonna follow it up with dune which is like I mean, uh, yeah. According to the Oscars, that those are the Hans Zimmer scores to, like, and example. like, it's not even that the Dune score is bad in my opinion. It's just I don't think it's particularly good. Like, give it to, like, Encanto, for example, has infinitely a better score. You know, like, there's so many other better like films. People were trying with that one. Yeah, it's like, I feel like I'm seem very annoyed, but I am because this is a bunch of crap. Like this. Yeah, this is the most unremarkable film I think I've ever seen. This is, this isn't the angriest I've been because I've done Fifty Shades and that film is terrible. But this kind of infuriates me more because people think this movie's good and they say it's yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I everyone think... like knows Fifty Shades is shit. You know. I'd rather watch Fifty Shades again because I can at least be. Oh man, <laughs> I don't think I could really. Too far. I don't think I'd watch either of these films again. Yeah, I I wouldn't watch either of them again unless. I Certainly not anytime it. soon. Right, right now, I'd watch Fifty Shades again over this. That's oh god. Just... I can at least be fascinated by the depths of what the fuck. I mean, I would be certainly interested to watch the sequels of Fifty Shades, but I'm kind of not really interested in seeing the sequel for Dune. <laughs> Like, yeah. like I will, because I'm also, yeah out of obligation. Yeah, it's not like oh man, it's not like 
like for example infinity war i was like oh man i cannot wait for end end game you know i could not wait to see what they continue to follow up the story with but this it's like okay so he's gonna he he killed that person he's with these new people now and, and, and that's it like what is he gonna become a villain in the next one like is that what they're setting up to or is he gonna subvert that you know like i don't like and chosen one narratives I'm kind of just like, do we need to do that anymore? Yeah, done that. Move on. Like, just, like, Star Wars did it, and it's good in Star Wars because it's, like, one of the originators, so I can go with that. Yeah. Harry Potter, it works perfectly fine. I don't have a problem with it in that. But this is, like, 20 years after the first Harry Potter film, and we're still doing Chosen One characters, like... Could you not just be, like, a guy? Can we we just move on with life? Like, you've already... You've called him Paul. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Like... It's still the funniest bit of the film. I don't understand. Like, and it's... Are we... And is he just named Paul so we can remember him? Because everyone else is, like, these fancy as fuck names that, like, are not even real names. But, like, oh, main character needs to have, like, a a relatable name. Like, Like, Luke Skywalker, you know, where I have Harry and Harry Potter, you know... Paul. Paul. And it's like, right, I mean, didn't Simon Pegg... If I was to name him after one of the Beatles, that's probably not even the one I'd go with. I mean, didn't Simon Pegg do a film called Paul? (laughs) Isn't that a film he made a few years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Oh, no, that would have been brilliant. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg helping John Lennon to get back. (laughs) No, this... Oh, man, imagine if Simon Pegg and Nick Frost were in this. Oh, man. They probably oh, would have been oh, good. That would be fucking brilliant. They would maybe make it a bit better because they're funny. Because <laughs> there's yeah, like yeah, like he put his hand in the box. It was like ow, fucking hurt. <laughs> Imagine Gervais just walks in like oh, hand in a box, right? <laughs> right. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you put stick it, it in, you dumb fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> dumb. Yeah. You must believe in religion. Yeah. <laughs> you stick your hand in a box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Believing oh. in God, like, so dumb. <laughs> Imagine how great some of these films would have been if Gervais was in them as David Brent. <laughs> Imagine. No, right. Oh, my so God. amazing. Westside's David Brent performing one of... Performing I'm So Pretty. <laughs> West Side Story. Oh, that would have been amazing. Because no, you just know he'd be like, I feel pretty and witty and gay. Not in that way. Because, <laughs> right, you know, gay, nothing yeah. wrong with it. Yeah, no, nothing but... wrong with it. But I don't... I'm not like that, all right? <laughs> I'm not one of them, yeah. 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 Oh, man. Um, Gervais would have been would have made the film so much better. <laughs> like, oh, but there are so many people that I would say, you know, put them in this film. Yeah. And you make it ten times better. And it's so weird, because this is a pretty good cast. Like, I think a lot of these people, are, like Timothy Chalamet, cast of, is yeah, actors a good actor. Of very strong performances. Yeah, like Rebecca Ferguson, good. Like her, like Doctor Sleep, I think she's quite good in that movie. I mean, she's not... Like Mission Impossible, she's quite good. In yeah, that. and that's a fucking action movie that, like, doesn't really require great performances, you know? Yeah. You got Oscar Isaac, you got Josh Brolin, like, you got Jason Momoa's... I mean, he's not a particularly great actor, is he? But, you know, he's, he's, he's a good presence. You know, you no, got... Honestly, yeah, he's the only one with, like, a sort of personality. And like, you know, he's, he's making quips, you know, he's making jokes with Paul, you know, he's, he's being funny, he's like, oh... Yeah, that's one of the my issues with it. This is so humorless and yeah, 
like it's this miserable. feels like a film that you could put a lot of humor into but still have like a you know dramatic story like because especially if this is like meant to this was meant to be i mean it was it made a shit ton of money you know comparatively for pandemic you know the pandemic world we live in but like this like sort of going back to it i don't understand how this appeals to a mass audience of people because it's not particularly fun you yeah, know it's just really po-faced and we're being doesn't very take serious, takes itself too seriously stupid yeah and like it's 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 very dull like I saw this. You didn't see this in theaters because you did not care enough to see it. And I, you know, yeah, I refused to pay to see this. Film. Yeah, and then I saw it in theaters, and like, yeah, it looks good, but it's like, but also like, it looked good. Like some of the you know, ships flying and some like when the sand worm is it what it, that's that what they call it the sand worm yeah, eats probably. the the transport yeah, no, or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that looks nice, but also like, I mean. I would have, like, really? Like, this is, like, a modern... This is going to be... People consider this as, like, a modern sci-fi... Like, it's a sci-fi classic, like, 30 years from now? On the same level of something like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings? Like, no, it's not. It's it's not on those levels in any way. Like, those yeah, films from it. are absolutely, in every level, well-made. You know, good performances, good music. Okay, they've actually got really great scores in those movies. You know, they're they're better written. Like, I just I don't get it. I I just don't get it. That there are some scripts that I just think this isn't even like a particularly well crafted screenplay. You know, things just kind of happen. It's just sort of like okay, so this event happens. Now we're gonna move to the next one, and then the next one, and then the one after that. And like, this film, like I could have just curled up in a ball and cried, looking like oh my god, there's still an hour left. Yeah. It's definitely way too long. Just this, they should have just made a TV series. Honestly, just make it a fucking TV series. Like make it like a, a an eight part TV series. You can stretch it out. You know, you can have. You know, you can have all the stuff from the books. You can put in. You're not. You know, like why not just make it a an yeah, eight part miniseries that way? Because if it was eight hours long, then there was definitely no way I'd watch it. So I think I would be in a better place knowing that I haven't watched you. Yeah, but at least like. Because with TV, you don't necessarily need it to end, like episodes. You know, don't need to end yeah, in the, the same way in a, in a movie. Like, because this movie, like, it kind of ends, but not really. Because it's like, well, there's still just this stop. Like, because like the people, like these people have been invaded. Like this place has been invaded by the by these by the bad guys, and some of them are like dead now, but like. There's still like a ton of them, you know, and and now you're going to head off somewhere with Zendaya, and then like that. Yeah, they just called. It. They just called time and said, you know what, that's enough. Come back next time, you idiot. And the thing is, like, they might not even have even made a second part if this film didn't make enough money. Like, why would you go? I would why love would you to live in the world where that is the case? Why would you do that? Like yeah. that seems like a bad marketing strategy. <laughs> like, oh, this film doesn't make enough narrative money. decision. Just, I think th- this one annoys. This isn't my least favorite, but it annoys me more because everyone seems to love this film, and I don't get it, and that's my problem. Yeah, no, this, this film makes me actively angry. Like, I can't. I, I I'm impo- It's impossible for me to understand what it is that people love about this film. Yeah, and Gen- like I, I genuinely start. like want to 
because I don't know. Maybe they just get something out of it that I don't, but I, I can't see what it is I'm missing. I don't know like, what it is. Like, everyone admits that the David Lynch version is shit, and I haven't seen it, but I assume... I mean, it's probably not good, but I would assume that, like... It's probably got to be close, right? Like, it can't be that... Like, it, like because I would assume... Because it's an adaptation of previously existing work, Lynch would, you know, follow it and actually adapt it properly, you know? Yeah, maybe I... Yeah, oh, this one. <laughs> it hurts my head. This... Okay. Man, I just seem so... This has annoyed me so much because it's like... I don't know, and I'm just looking at reviews now to see maybe if there's something that I'm missing from this film, just to... See, part of me wants to, yeah, actually kind of seek out what it is that people like about this film, but just the thought of people, you know, fawning over Dune and saying, oh, look how amazing it is, that is exhausting to me. I, I do not have patience for these sorts of people. Uh, so someone said this is their second favourite Villeneuve film behind Blade Runner 2049. <sighs> I just I don't I don't get it. I really think if this is what it is good cinema nowadays. Are these I, like uh, is this meant to be like if people this is what people are want it, like want people to go to instead of Marvel movies now? Like is this is yeah, this what uh, blockbusters are going to be now? I, I like got a bit of Marvel fatigue, but I can at least enjoy their stuff just as at least like, it's fun. well made and at least usually it's of a pretty decent standard like it's it's not like drab as fuck like at least it looks nice you know yeah, like this, and this, this just this is, dune is just pretension the movie yeah and it's gonna be great when it wins all those oscars huh because oh, I, I don't want to live in a world where dune is an oscar winner oh i'm calling it out it's gonna win minimum of two I'm, I'm, oh yeah, no, I. It's, it's gonna, gonna win score. It I'd be surprised if it I lost weep. score, and I think it's probably gonna win visual effects, even though it shouldn't be. But let's ignore yeah. that. I mean, it shouldn't be any of these, to be honest. Like, yeah, no, it shouldn't get anything fired in my way. But I think it was one of the most nominated film. It got ten fucking nominations, <laughs> and <laughs> no acting categories and no director. I know I was surprised that it didn't get director. Like I'm, I'm happy because I don't think it deserved to be in for director, but it somehow missed. And this feels like such a film that, like, ah, oh, people will give him director because you know it's an epic, it's a space epic, you know. It's, it's long, so it's long. It gets, yeah. It's Ooh. the Academy. We love long movies, you know. And it's like, so where was the love for the Russo brothers for Infinity War and Endgame? Like, those yeah. are like the same kind of premise in that it is they are like you know films that require a shit ton of directing because they're giant space epics you know yeah. why didn't jj abrams get nominated for force awakens it was like Stanley kubrick for like 2001 yeah like i don't get it did, did kubrick not get nominated for 2001 i feel like i thought he I did think so, no. oh man well they always i mean they gave him an oscar for 2001 but that's for visual effects so it's a bit dubious because but like yeah but this i don't know it's just so weird to me that this sorry no i take it back you did get nominated my bad <laughs> he did get nominated okay um, my bad. yeah oh, man 
so weird that Kubrick has never fucking only won a single Oscar and it wasn't for, no, for right. screenplay I'm, or director. I'm, I'm just I'm so done. It's this crap. Well, good. We can move on now. Um, yeah, rating, actually. I want to say about it. Let's just put a rating on it and we can move on. Yeah, I think this is... I mean, your least favourite. You actually hate this movie and dislike it. It's far it. away my least favourite. I, I have... In every other film, there's at least one thing that I can appreciate and enjoy, but this one is just devoid of life and <laughs> fun, and I feel like I've come out a lesser person for having watched it, so I'd give it a 4 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Um, I... Yeah, uh, I I've bumped my rating down to a six, but it's it's much closer to a five. It it even even if I think about it more, I might bump it down to a five out of ten. Honestly, it's just it's just annoying when people love a film so much that I think that is not that good and is kind of a bit crap. You know, like see, this is maybe if you, if you, you know, a couple of years ago, I've said like I wish I liked this film. Mm. I don't even do that with with it with this now because you don't, don't like, want to be a pretentious don't want to enjoy this film <laughs> yeah it's just i feel like know, i am i want to less minded person <laughs> man yeah that's right you fucking listeners you like this movie but then you're just dumb if you like this movie i'm sorry but you are i you are the, one of the worst human beings i can think of Dude, I don't know anyone per. Actually, oh no, I do know someone personally who liked this movie. Never mind. Yeah, I know someone that. But they also liked the original and... Blade Runner, so. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No, they, this person hasn't been able to justify their opinion to me. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Why do you like this film? Like, what is what is good in it? That's, that's always a, a good question. A, a good explanation. It's like The Godfather. I'm like, why do you say, like well, this movie? The cinematography is amazing. Just no, tell me why it's amazing. Yeah. Um. Moving on to a better film a film that i liked um i've also bumped my rating down for this one as well but i didn't discuss it in my review of the year because it was not in my top 10 the power of the dog okay this one there's at least some stuff in there that i can enjoy about and also talk about yeah uh so this one i saw this was one of the earliest ones i saw for best picture before it was even on netflix i went out to a cinema to see it because i thought you know what It'll probably be good, um, and I liked it. I don't think it's amazing, like a lot of people seem to think it is, but I do think it is at least a good movie, at the very least. There were bits of it that I enjoyed. Uh, you only watched this one, one yeah, a couple days ago, oh, yeah. I think, right? Like, one of the last ones it, you this watched. Is, yeah, this is one of the two that I haven't seen, and yeah, I watched it the other day. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, just because I thought, you know what, I need to get to it eventually, and I've got a few hours to spare, so I'll get yeah. around to it. This... I, I haven't been to watch it for a while, but it's... Yeah. It's kind of a bit inaccessible, isn't it? It's yeah. Like it seems like it's a bit boring to some people. Like I found it more or less entertaining throughout. It it did get a bit boring at a couple points, but I I wasn't like, oh man, this is taking forever. It's not like Dune where I'm like falling asleep, where I'm like yawning in in my chair or whatever. I'm just like yeah. See, with the power of the dog, it's slow and I can feel it. But it's um, the point okay. though. Like it kind of feels like yeah, this is yeah. it's gonna stop getting you know, you know shit's gonna stop picking up you know it, it kind of does but also i feel like it's a bit pretentious well, yeah it, the most pretentious one of the, the more pretentious things i think you can make do in a film is make everything feel like it's it's coming to some sort of climax and then it doesn't it just <laughs> yeah like 
this whole film, I thought, okay, it's building some sort of confrontation. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. And then, oh, he just died? And I was like, what? That's weird. And sorry, where's my ending? Yeah, um, and I was a bit confused, actually. So he puts his hands in the... I won't talk about. Yeah. I mean, do we do you want to talk about the ending now that we're on it, or do you want to? We can kind of talk about other bits of the film, then we'll get to the end. Yeah, Um, performance-wise, I thought this was pretty decent. I wasn't that blown away by anyone, but for the most part, they're all actors that I enjoy. So yeah, I don't think at least a bit there that I'm like, yeah, no, well done. You. I don't think. Yeah, I I don't think Kirsten Dunst or Jesse Plemons deserve nominations personally. Um, I'm okay with Kirsten Dunst. I mean, like, she's there. better than Plemons, but I don't think either I, of them I, I are particularly awards-worthy. Like, like a list of the the five that I would nominate, but I'm not against... There's a chance that she could be on there. Yeah. I mean, and we will just, um, we can discuss that well, at the end. Whereas Jesse Plemons, I'm just kind of happy that he's an Oscar nominee. I mean, I like Jesse Plemons, Breaking Bad. Yeah, I like Jesse Plemons. I think he's a very good actor. He's great, well, you know, he's, he's yeah, a great he's actor, great. you know. Um, oh, in, in recent years, he kind of he's been in stuff that I'm not really that fond of him in, um, but I still think that there's room for him to be excellent because yeah. I have you know it feels weird that he's been in like you know Scorsese films. He's been in well, yeah. Power of the Dog. Um, what, what else has he done? Oh yeah, he's in um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Or whatever he's doing like real films. Um, yeah. Then one of my favorite works from him is uh, his role in Game Night. She's really funny. In. I have not seen that. But, you know, um, yeah, I mean, Plemons is going to be in the new Scorsese, so, you know, maybe he'll do some good stuff In, a, in quite a big role, so I've, I've got, you know, yeah. my hopes. Um, Cody Smith-McPhee is the big frontrunner for Best Supporting Actor right now. Um, you agree with that? Like, I thought he was probably one of the better performances. Uh, he's good in it. Um, I don't know if I would personally give him the Oscar... Certainly not of this lineup. Yeah, this is again. This is one of the ones I'm. I'm not quite sure. I, I'm seeing what everyone else is seeing. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't think he's bad. Mm. It's just I don't think he's doing um, anything particularly like. Wow, what a performance! You know, he's yeah. just kind of looking a bit forlorn, and I don't know. He's a bit awkward, mopey. Yeah, like, he's yeah. Oh, my life! My life's so hard. This this man is being mean to me. <laughs> the come batch is kind of harassing me a bit. Oh, I walked on him in a lake with the, with the... That, oh that's one of my favorite moments of the film <laughs> it yeah it was like Cumberbatch skinny dipping and Benedict Cumberbatch sees him and then he just gets out and runs after him yeah and I'm like mm, I'd just be like I wouldn't do that I'd just be like oh fuck well I can't really chase after him I don't want people to see my dick you know I'll be like well he's, he's watching me. he's so offended by Cody Smith being there, yeah, chasing after him, and he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be swinging about, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> seems like a bit of an odd choice, but um, he's and, an entertaining one. Yeah, uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, he's a good actor, isn't he? He's he, he does good things. Um, yeah, he's not. I think he's like, I don't like a lot of people seem to love him, and I think he's yeah. good. Like, people are like, oh, Sherlock, it's great. And I'm like, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is a bit of Sherlock. He, he, is, he is pretty great in Sherlock. I think he's got some some really great personality there. Yeah, but, I mean, 
I'm more Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock if I'm being completely honest here. Ooh. Like, uh, not to say that Benedict Cumberbatch isn't good. I, I need to rewatch um, the stuff he did as Sherlock because I've seen some of it. But those episodes, they're like an hour long. It's like, why? Yeah. I, I will say, I haven't seen The Imitation Game, which I know Cumberbatch is like, good in that, very good in that. Um, no, but this know. film is just like, yeah, he's there. He's yeah. good. I saw him. I'm not quite um, convinced by his American accent. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I don't know. I understand why, because he's you know meant to be an American cowboy, but it's like, really, is that you know? And you it's know, one of those accents. That I'm like, okay, if I was wasn't if I didn't know that you were English, I think I would be able to tell from this accent. This film, Power of the Dog. Had some well, had some controversy recently, Ooh. by Sam El- from Sam Elliott, as I'm oh, assured. Yeah, I heard that he was kicking something up about it. Yeah, um, I think he's being a fucking child, honestly. Like, what, what's he said? So basically, he he said a couple things. Um, he had a problem. So I'll see if I can find what he said. But essentially, it boiled down to a couple things. First of all, gay cowboys. What? We can't can't be having that, you know. Like, gay cowboys in a movie. Nah. I wonder if he's ever heard of this wonderful. I actually haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's <laughs> uh, called uh, Brokeback Mountain. You know. Uh, you know. Oh, and a woman making a cowboy film. What's that like? You know. Get out. What are you on about? Oh, filming it in New Zealand. What do you mean? Like from New Zealand? Because oh. Jane Campion is from New Zealand, and so oh, they filmed it there. Also, okay. presumably because COVID was around, and they're like, you know what? Yeah. New Zealand's a pretty good place. There isn't COVID I mean, around. So we've in Australia, we've got a few things have moved over here. Uh, so yeah, Sam Elliott basically uh, had some problems with it because, I mean, like they were all moronic problems. Let's be completely honest here. Filming a, f- like you know, making cowboy film in New Zealand, not in Montana. What are you like? Just sort make of it, yeah. So the way the way you've you've made it sound like he's going on, it, it sounds like he is Sam Elliott. Like was is he a time lord? Did he live in these times and is therefore offended that it's? I don't understand. It's yeah, pure form. And it's like oh, you know Sergio Leone. He made a lot of his films in Spain. You have a problem with that? You know, like yeah. it's the same thing. You know, and it's like. Also, you're not even a fucking cowboy. What are you on about, man? You're, you're American. You've got a big mustache. You're an American actor with a mustache that make you know, like so. He called it a piece of shit. So that was that was that was good. Um, that that was that was a good start. Um, a real eloquent opening. A, a real. So he was yeah. He was on a podcast, the WTF podcast with Mark Marin, one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Which is so yeah. Sam Elliott had, you know. So yeah, like so, he he made several points. It's like yeah, he 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 didn't really he had a problem with Benedict Cumberbatch being gay. Well, I don't think he. It's sort of he he basically couldn't buy the fact that oh, there's a gay cowboy in this movie. What? Impossible. And it's kind of like well yeah, but like so you're just you just you just don't think gay cowboys existed in the 1800s and just decided yeah, not well, to say yeah, anything because they yeah, would no, be. I, Maybe he's like one of those people that thought that like gravity got invented. He thought like homosexuality was created in I don't know, the 80s. Yeah, it kind of fails to understand the point that 
oh, there are probably a lot more gay cowboys than we know of. They just didn't say anything because, you know, of pieces of shit. You know, it would be like... Well, yeah, because people like Sam Elliott will throw a hissy fit. Yeah, and he he said so many other things, and he just was like... He said something about the fact that Benedict Cumberbatch's character wears what ass, assless chaps, and is like, oh, why is he just wearing them all the time, you know, and, and that sort of thing, and it's just like... See, I'm not that big a fan of this film. I think it's quite me- mediocre, but it was not really the reason. I mean, yeah, I'm, it's very not... stupid detail to yeah. get hung up and on. then people... Various people involved with the film, Jane Campion, the director, Benedict Cumberbatch, Jesse Plemons, they all made, they all sort of responded to this and all said things. Benedict Cumberbatch, for example, thought it was very odd to slam the film for being about, you know, gay, gay having gay themes. One of his big problems really was, like, the allusions to homosexuality, and it's just sort of like, mate, just grow up. It's just yeah. like... You didn't live then. You don't fucking know. They they almost certainly did exist. They just didn't say shit because they'd be fucking you know. Yeah. They'd be in big trouble if they said that, you know. And yeah, and, and many. Be... Yeah, and and many people are. It's sort of people are split between it, and I don't really understand why people are like. Oh yeah, Sam Elliott. He can absolutely say those things. That's okay. He can say that shit, and I'm like, really. We we yeah. th- that's okay to say. Like I get he's old. That doesn't make it okay when he says something bad. That doesn't make it. Yeah, that doesn't make it fair. And I saw you know people on like Facebook were having a um uh conversate were having discussions. I would say discussions, but it's more arguments, just insulting people. And someone said, "Oh yeah," when Jen Capian quote unquote clapped back um at Sam Elliott because she called him a bitch for it. Uh, you know. Fair enough, it's alright to do that. Someone is like, yeah, you go, Campion, you go, girl. And then someone in the comments says, that is like the most beta male thing to ever say. And then someone replied with a gif of David Brent saying, ooh, you're hard. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, yeah. People who describe people as betas is like, oh, yeah, you think you're hard, right? Yeah. And it's just like, you're just name calling right now. That's like, that's such a childish thing to do. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's not even relevant to what we're discussing. It's it's you're it completely ignoring the fact that hey, Sam Elliott said some kind of fucked up things about this, and is being a it's like bit a of film a for being mildly, you know, gay. Is that's the world you're living in, Sam Elliott? Yeah, I mean to be fair, like when Brokeback Mountain came out, a lot of critics and Academy members like, I'm not going to see that movie. It's got gay cowboys in it, you know, but. I would like to think we've moved past that, but evidenced by these people, we kind of haven't. Kind oh, I of... can't wait to see like a gay pirate movie, and then everyone will be like, oh, oh, there weren't gay pirates. It's like, are you sure about that? You don't know. They could have totally been gay pirates. Exactly. It's just a bunch of men on a boat. For exactly. Boat. That's the thing, too. This film, there's like barely any women in this movie. It's like all guys. A lot of them are shirtless. They all... They all go swimming naked together. Yeah, like how, like that's a bit gay, no problem, of course. But yeah, like nothing wrong with it. But you yeah, know, in terms of what you know, we we know of the interests of the homosexual. Yeah. It yeah. could men is fairly high up on there. Yeah, and it's okay. like this film um, just. Yeah, and I and I didn't really. To be fair, I don't know if it's because I just wasn't paying as much attention, but I ne- I didn't really sort of 
pick up I was like yeah he's being a bit weird and it's kind of he's acting a bit you know gay but I, I never really thought oh man he's fucking gay you know it was yeah. it wasn't like it, oh my god what I thought it was going to be going in I thought it was a it was going to be like Benedict Cumberbatch starts harassing this little gay teenager guy um, yeah because, and then it's going to be because yeah he has his own inner demons about that but no it's a lot less specific yeah it uh this this is film is just sort of like you know it's it's very well made but it is kind of like i did sort of think at the end like what was the point of that am i missing something here yeah okay yeah can we talk about the ending yeah so throughout the film benedict coming back he's been a real piece of work and that's what causing kirsten dunce to fall into alcoholism or something yes um and so Benedict Cumberbatch, she's kind of like got a sort of friendship now with her son. Um, uh, and then yeah. they can rope. Then he gets one day he gets whatever it is, an anthrax. That's <laughs> not anthrax. It's something. Yeah, it's not uh, anthrax. It's like uh, something. Yeah, I forgot what it uh, was. Exactly. It, it sounds like uh, yeah. He's, he get he gets something. He dies. Um, yeah. And, and then I was... film ends. Yes, I um. And Cody Smith McPhee reads the Bible and looks a bit smug. Yeah, but I didn't. Did he kill Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. That is that it was implied that like, oh, he did that on purpose because he knew it would kill, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm yeah, just so like the going theory is that like something to do with some chemical on the rope or something infected Benedict Cumberbatch's wound. Yeah. Um, and Cody Smith McPhee like intentionally made that happen. Oh, it, it's he did die of anthrax. Okay. Oh, it was yeah, there you go. And yeah, and I guess I I would have liked some clarity and like, give us a moment. It's like yeah, it was him, and it's like a kind of dark, twisted ending moment. But instead, I was just kind of left like, wait, did he? Well, because on the Wikipedia page afterwards, I read it because I was like, "Was there something I missed there?" It it's written. It it's been changed now. I just had a look, but it was written as like, "Oh, it, it's implied that he did that on purpose to kill him." And I'm like, "It wasn't particularly clear." Like, yeah, I don't think it's yeah, like. And the way to make it clear is, you know, it's set up. Oh, if you do this with this, then you know it's going to mess you up early on in the film. Well, I mean, they yeah, do sort of say that, like, he doesn't really handle, um... Well, he doesn't really uh, handle those I'm kind of... the setup of the Cody Smith-McPhee oh, killing him. killing him. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's not set up at all. <laughs> There's no real setup. It's like, yeah, you don't like him, but I didn't think, oh, he's going to murder uh, yeah, him. Yeah, I haven't really seen you react to the devast- uh, devastating effects it's having on your mother. I, I, I haven't seen enough of that to buy that you would Thing that killing him is the solution yeah it it just felt super like okay yeah it was it was a bit it was a bit it's a bit strange to be honest um mm. it just sort of feels like i don't know we've talked we talked more about the sam elliott stuff in this film but i don't know if there's as much to talk about with this film honestly yeah just because it's two hours long, but not very much actually happens. It's, it's just kind it's of a pretty standard film, you know. Like, it, like, well, it's it's a pretty like, yeah, a bit boring. But like, there's no real, um... there's no really stre- like extreme. You know, there's nothing that really bad in it. There's nothing really amazing in it. Yeah, there's there's nothing like oh you know, yeah exactly. It's it's a pretty more or less inoffensive unless you're a bigot. But you know. <laughs> 
to, like, to a civilized people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just you know, a, a, a decent film. Um, yeah, and this is the front runner for best picture. I should say. I was. This is one of the real favorites. Yeah, it's probably the one that's more most likely to win. I would argue it's it's yeah. my pick to win. Certainly not my favorite, but it's my. It's, it's like yeah, my top three kind of likelihood. I think. I yeah. Know. Um, and you know, this kind of is a bit of an Academy pick. I know I've talked to people who are like, oh, there's no way the Academy's got to pick it. It's too slow and boring and sort of this. And I'm like, I mean, did you see Nomadland? You know, <laughs> it's kind of what Nomadland, wasn't it? You know, like... Yeah, that was like, a Yeah, this film just... Yeah, like, it's a good movie and I enjoyed it and I'd be, you know, happy to it's rewatch long, it. I kind of, yeah. But I, I'm not like, oh, I, you know, need to rewatch this. There's like a couple films in this list that I'm like, you know, I'd like to watch again. But there's nothing I'm really like, oh, I must rewatch that again sometime soon. You know, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Um, so do you want to put ratings on it and then move on? Yeah, yeah. Um, very slow, very kind of plodding, mm. with bits of interest dotted throughout, and a bit of an ending that I wasn't quite sure on. Yeah. So th- this is on the lower end of my my ranking. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's that great. So I'm, I'm gonna come down on a fairly solid six out of ten. Yeah. Um. I originally had this as an eight out of ten when I initially saw it. This is way too. That's a that's a bit generous. Uh. And I, and I bumped the dad to a seven. I I sort of thought about yeah. it and was like, yeah, some of it kind of was just like, mm, was there a purpose in that, or some of it was just like, really, that's what you were going for? That I didn't really get that. It's sort of just you know a film yeah. that there isn't really a lot to talk about because there really isn't a lot in it. You know, yeah, it's just not like very much substance. Like, not nothing really bad or you know wrong per se just sort of like yeah it's it's a movie that exists it got made and released yeah um and then speaking of another film that's kind of a bit boring and kind of a bit yeah uh belfast right okay that's not what i thought you were gonna go with (laughs) uh i don't really care for this film it's putting my cards on the table right up front um so one of the weaker ones for me, uh, not bad by any means, but certainly I don't get why everybody likes this one. It seems. Yeah, this is this is another, I guess, sort of front runner. Um... Yeah, I think the the three major front runners are, are West Side, uh, Power of the Dog, and Belfast. Really, I don't yeah. really think anything else is like a big front runner to win yet. But... Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't mind this film. Yeah. Again, it's kind of one of the ones that I. I, I watched it and I was like, I haven't been changed as a person as a result of watching it, so... Yeah. Ooh. This this film, I really... I, I watched it a few months ago and I can't really remember much about it, honestly. Like, I don't remember that much about it either, yeah. we I think we both watched this last year. Yeah, um, so I guess there's not as much we could talk about with this one, but there isn't really that much to talk about. It's just like... It's just some people living in Ireland and eventually deciding that, yeah, we are going to move to Australia. Kenneth Branagh, black and white. Yeah. I mean, why yeah. is it in black and white, Kenneth? Can you justify that? This is, yeah, just, there needs the to be a purpose to something. reason other than it's set in the past. Yeah, there's like, there needs to be a reason for a film to be black and white. 
And this one doesn't have any. It's like the opening scene in Death on the Nile. Like, why the fuck is that black and white? You oh, know? yeah, that movie's odd. Like, I don't understand. Like, I just... Do you not... Do you have a reason for doing this, Kenneth? Or do you just like it because, oh, it looks nice, you know, black and white? Well, know? real theatre. Kenneth Brand, I don't dislike him as a director. But I, I mean, think he's very, he's very much... He hasn't got his own style. And he just kind of makes creative choices for no good reason right yeah like i haven't seen much of his directorial work uh the best thing i've seen from him is when he was in harry potter he's quite good in harry Harry potter film yeah he's he's good fun in that yeah but like i think that that's kind of the way i think of kenneth brannan being yeah i haven't seen hamlet and I, um, it's four hours, and I fucking yeah. I was gonna say I'm not rushing to watch his Shakespeare stuff. I will maybe at some point watch it, but it's gonna take me. A... It's not gonna be soon. It's gonna take that. me like a week to watch it because it's I can't deal with four hour movies. Anything yeah. beyond like two hours, I'm even like, man, two hours. Oh god, it's gonna be such a commitment, you know. But see, yeah, if uh, there are some long films that I like. Um, I do like long for, films, yeah. But but for the most part, if I see a film as much longer than two hours, I will be a bit pensive. Yeah, and um, like, but you know what isn't a long film? Belfast. Belfast, yeah. I mean, at least yeah. This is such a so easily could have been a film that he's like, oh, you know what? Let's make it two and a half hours, and no over half of it. Reason. Yeah, but no, he actually was just like, you know what? No, hour and a half that's all i need to tell the story and you know what good on him it's not like dune which stretches on for an eternity it actually just is a movie yeah i could actually kind of tell that there was a sort of kind of structure here yeah and i can kind of think okay we've not got much longer left surely yeah and so ultimately i am a bit more generous and forgiving to belfast than i am um performance wise i don't think anything anyone was particularly good I um, thought people were were good in it. The in fact Hines. that Judy Dench was nominated for supporting actress is laughable. Okay, I'm just gonna be honest. Gen- it is, yeah, genuinely like what? It is a disgrace. <laughs> like you could have nominated Katrina Balfe, who was actually comparatively to everyone else, good. Like I wouldn't have been against her getting yeah, nominated. Who is she? She's the mum. The the boy's mum in the film. Oh, I said, I said solid stuff. Solid stuff, yeah. Like, you nominate Judy Dench, who, first of all, is barely in it. Yeah, hardly there, doing a not great Irish accent. And barely does anything. She's not, uh, she does an Irish accent in Philomena, but I think she's really good in that. Yeah, it's like, this is like Shakespeare in Love 2.0. Uh-huh. Judy Dench gets nominated in supporting actress for so uh-huh. little work, but she probably won't win. I mean, if, imagine if no. she wins. Oh my god, that would be terrible if she won. One of, one of the most... Why, what Oscar yeah. wins of all time? Uh, Kieran Hines. Kid was quite good. Oh, Kieran Hines, yeah. Good. Um, not the best. Uh, elderly fatherly figure in the, in this uh, category in this in this list of nominees. We'll get to the best one later. Uh. Um, yeah, yeah he, he was, was good. good. Uh, Jamie, Jamie Dornan, Dornan was, was a bit fine, fine I guess. I, I don't know how he goes into work every day. What, what do, do you mean? mean? Do you just think he feel comfortable making movies from that point on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did that, that Fifty Shades, Shades trilogy. trilogy. That, 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 it's, it's weird, weird that, that he, he was, was getting, getting like, like major. Up, on, on set, like the makeup ladies, like, oh, 
loved you in Fifty Shades. Oh, oh cheers, thanks. And yeah, yeah the, the kid, kid I thought he was fine for kid. He was he was like good in terms of child performances because child performances are usually pretty poor. It, yeah, um, I think it's difficult to get a really strong kid performance, and I think they they do a solid job with him. Yeah, yeah no, the, the kid was fine. Didn't think he was particularly great. I was kind of distracted by his teeth, honestly. Man, you need some fucking braces, man. Yeah, and this film, there's also uh, fucking I don't know his name, but he played Merlin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say. Um, I get the actor's name though. Colin. Colin. Yeah. Um. That's his name. Colin. Yeah. He's Irish, um, isn't he? It is. Colin Morgan. I Colin Morgan, yeah. Oh, I had man. the name Morgan in my head as well. I was like, is that his name? Yeah. yeah. No, I forgot he was in it. Yeah. He was, I was decent. I was kind of happy to see him because I was like, hey, it's Merlin. Yeah. I was like, it's always, there'll be a couple others where I'm like, oh man, this person's in it. What? This is, this is insane. But it's like, oh my God, it's that person from that thing I know? What? Still making things? Wow. Yeah. And, it, and it's never with like the big actors that I'm like, oh yeah, I know, you know other films I'm like oh yeah this person's in it this person's in it but when there's like a cameo from like an actor from a different thing I'm like what I didn't know you were in this how did I not know this because you're good you know he was he was um yeah he was good this film was just fine I guess like it wasn't anything particularly great I don't think it really should be nominated for best picture if I'm being completely honest decent yeah Yes. Completely I mean, inoffensive, you know, it's a pretty. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I got annoyed by. It. Besides the, the black and white. Other, other than the needless pretension, yeah, the uh, uh, the amount of times that they said, if you can, yeah, be good, and if you can't, be good, be careful. I got, I was like, okay, we get it. Yeah, it's just like, why? Just, 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 no. Just, we get the point, you know? Just. Yeah. Yeah, this film. We're um, not really touching on these films as much because I guess there's not. It's not like Dune, which is just annoying because everyone loves it, or West Side Story, which is a lot more to talk about. You know, this is just like, yeah, it's a movie. It exists. It's decent. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but I wouldn't be furious if I had to. Yeah, um, you know, just I think I thought some of the scenes with like the riots were pretty decent. Yeah, and then there are. Oh. A few, yeah, quite a few scenes. I was like, yeah, there's some good stuff in there. But... It's nothing particularly amazing. I'm not, you know, like, oh, they should win Best Picture because I don't. Um, it might win original screenplay, but I don't know if it should. For me, completely. I, I've got no idea what this is going to walk away with. It could be. It's. I think it might be an all, an all or nothing situation. Mate, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it got. It was. It was well up there in terms of number of nominations i think it was one of the more nominated films seven nominations okay so it won't be like an irishman situation where it got 10 nominations and wins nothing which um yeah like i don't think the the screenplay is particularly amazing don't think that should be you know nominated for anything i don't think like it's i mean thank god this didn't get cinematography because it feels like such an obvious choice because oh it's black and white you know white ooh. oh yeah Cause like no, it just it didn't, which is good because it wasn't particularly well shot. It's uh, finely shot. Yeah, it's not badly shot. You know, it's just it's just like the standard white. cinematography. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's perfectly but, you know, fine. I, it's inoffensive. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, six out of ten from me. Six point five. Mm. Oh, I, because it was shorter, I kind of. 
thought you, you know gave what? it more credit because it was shorter yeah it was yeah concise you know yeah uh next up on the list nightmare alley now is... this is i think this is going to be an interesting one to talk about because yeah this one feels the most like oh that's been nominated okay yeah I remember I I made a list of my of my predicted ten films for best picture, and a bunch of people in a in a separate Discord server were like, "What do you mean, Nightmare Alley? It's not going to get nominated at all." And I was like, "All right then," and then it did, and I was like, "See, I'm vindicated. I was yeah, right. You, you idiots. I'm a man of wisdom. Listen to me." But I also thought that Tick, Tick, Boom in charge. I got, like, most of these nominees correct, okay? I missed, like, a couple. I missed, like, two. I I think quite a a few of these, I was like, yeah, that will probably get nominated without actually putting together a real I only missed two of these. Two of these I didn't predict, so. I think about one, two... Yeah, about three, four, five of these, I was like, yeah, that will probably get in, and it did. Yeah. Then there are some, basically the ones I like more. I think are the more surprising, and I'm like, oh, that was there. Yeah, yeah. This film is, I mean, Guillermo del Toro. He's he's a good director. I I'd never seen any of his films prior, so I I knew this was coming out, so I decided to watch. I think I just seen, I I watched Pan's Labyrinth because I'd never seen it before. I think before this. Yeah, I'd um, seen the uh, yeah before that. I I think I'd seen yeah I, I'd seen Shape of Water and I think yeah. I'd seen Hellboy and Hellboy Two. Yeah, I think I must. I think I've seen. I think I might have seen all of both Hellboy films. I just don't remember them. Um, I guess I'm. I and I was like, okay, I should probably watch some of Guillermo del Toro's like you know his more acclaimed work. So, like mm. a couple of days before this came out, I watched Pan's Labyrinth and The Shape of Water, um, both of which are better than this. Yeah, uh, Pan's Labyrinth is amazing, and Shape of I, Water. Is... I I'm more of a Shape of Water guy, even though I do like Pan's Labyrinth. I mean, Shape of Water, in my opinion, deserved Best Picture. I know you prefer Three Billboards, but no. Hey, I wasn't. I wasn't unhappy that Shape yeah. of Water won. Yeah, that's very. But, you know, if you want to hear about that, it's my episode on Three Billboards, where I don't dislike it, but I don't think it's great either. So, yeah, you definitely... I was definitely a bigger fan than you. Uh, this film is sort of the same in that, like... It's, like, it's it's good. Like, it's a good movie. I don't think it's amazing. Um, I don't think it yeah. really should be in for Best Picture, honestly. I'll tell just... you what. I think if the whole film had been sort of more in the vibe of that first hour or so i think i'd like mm. it more maybe oh what, like the stuff at the circus and you know. see yeah the around yeah the first act is all circus stuff and it splits off and becomes about yeah. like sentences and stuff and i feel like those those are two different films maybe yeah i do think the sort of beginning stuff is is definitely the better stuff Definitely the yeah, more I all of the, yeah, the enjoyable stuff, and I definitely uh, enjoyed it more. Yeah, that Willem Dafoe's around for. I mean, you know, Willem Dafoe is, is good. I like Willem Dafoe. I think not not being used to his full potential here, maybe, but, you know. No. He's, he's always just kind of a pleasure to have around. Yeah, you you can't really go too wrong with Willem Dafoe, even in a he's not as great very movie. Reliable. He'll... He'll 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 give you some he'll give you something entertaining at the very least if if nothing oh, yeah. else. Yeah, he's something of a scientist himself. This is a really random thing to bring up. But yeah. so when it comes to like product placement in films, I'm not particularly susceptible, you know. Um 
if something some oh, if if it's obvious something's being trying to be sold to me, I'm like, nah, get out. Oh, but like if, in Bond if... when they cut and they're a bit like in like Bond, I feel like does that. Yeah, well, he'll just like kind of hold up a packet of Marlboro cigarettes to the camera. Yeah, and and, and, and but he'll hold it like yeah, but he'll make sure it's just below the label so you can still see the name. Yeah, <laughs> very. Um, if like just a random like meal or something is mentioned, I'll suddenly be like, "Wow, I really want that food now." This is such a strange tangent. Um, <laughs> a bit. So uh, the scene where Willem Dafoe and um, Bradley Cooper like they dump the body well the, in this this injured guy outside of the vet and like run off yeah into the rain and Willem Dafoe's like hey come on let's get some egg and steak on me or something and I've never once thought ooh egg and steak what a combination but um, then but then Willem Dafoe mentioned it and they were they were eating it in the film and I was like oh crap now I'm really craving egg and steak for some reason. <laughs> That's so weird. Oh, I still haven't eaten it yet. I, mean, mm. I don't... That doesn't really happen to me. Well, occasionally, but it, yeah, it'll more be... More often than not, it's stuff that I've like forgotten exists. It'll usually be like... I saw, it... you know, I saw recently like mentions wine gums or something. Oh, yeah. I, was like, oh, I really want to pack up wine gums now. Yeah, it's like in Pulp Fiction where, where Vincent is talking about, you know, Royales with cheese or, or Big Macs. I'm like, man... Kind of want one now, don't I? You know? So now I'm kind of picking. Yeah. See, that, that's one of the lesser ones for me, just because yeah, there it's a really it's a big talking point. Whereas if it's just like a quick mention, oh, that, that that's that's what gets you more of the yeah, like, just the more like oh, now that because because it interests because they don't yeah because they don't go on about as much, so you it piques your interest more because you're like oh, you know it's it's not like yeah, you it, know, it kind of, it, it's negging me. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was funny. Just the word neg just um, doesn't sound like what it is. Yeah, I know. I can't. This, yeah, this. We've they've talked more about food than this film, which I guess. Yeah, so let's talk about the film. Um, um it's well, it's an adaptation of. Um, yeah, I keep forgetting that a book. It, and then they did. Which has already been adapted. Which has already been adapted, and then. Guillermo del Toro is like, yeah, this is I'm gonna follow up my best picture win with just a yeah, thing that's already been done. Good for him, I guess, for having goals. I mean, you know, he could probably make whatever the hell he wanted. He's Guillermo del Toro, like he can. Yeah. This film, I went in and I was kind of expecting more like crazy, like I don't know, maybe it's because I'm just sort of what I assume del Toro's work is, but I kind of was expecting more like. Cr- crazy unique designs you know in, in the sort yeah of i was expecting some creature feature yeah like in a way that like pan's labyrinth or shape water or even hellboy has you know they yeah, yeah. it's very undel toro i think yeah it, it's more of like it's a noir really thriller. Any, like, fantasy sort of elements like he often does yeah it's, it's more of a noir thriller at times you know it's sort of yeah, like yeah yeah uh a, a well-made one, I think, but nothing, you know, it's not like this is one of, going to be looked back as one of his greatest works, you know, because Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people would definitely put at least The Shape of Water and Pan's Labyrinth over it, you know. I, I think the way I describe this film is that it's a really, for me, a really strong first act and a really strong second act, kind of on either side of a fairly middling, mediocre Second act, yeah, yeah, something that's less interesting, but 
Yeah, I, I kind of, I definitely remember more of the earlier stuff and more of the stuff in the end, but a lot of the middle, I'm just like, so what happened Just there? a lot of Bradley Cooper going around talking to people. Yeah, whereas, like, the beginning, I'm like, okay, so there's, like, he's burning a house. Um, there's, yeah, there's, like, a nice different aesthetic in that early stuff with all the circus yeah, stuff. All his, Finding all... all of these kind of circus antics quite interesting. Yeah. Kind of seeing know. how they live. Yeah, or Tony Collette wanking them off, you know? That's, that's you know. I do. I'm ashamed at the amount of times I was like, damn, I'm lusting over, like, a 50-year-old. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, all right. Because I was like, yeah, Tony Collette, she's looking good in this film. Kate Blanchett, also looking quite nice. <laughs> yeah, no. So, not for me. So, no, it's... I, I don't know. This is in a kind of... This is in a film where I'm thinking, oh, man, look how fucking great those people look. It was just like... Yeah, this is interesting. I think I, I'm just easily susceptible to this stuff, just because to it was attractive like, well, women. <laughs> well, no, 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 just the fact that she was like touching him in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was in the right mood. I was but surprised then... at how little a lot of these people were in it. Like, yeah, like yeah, well, we mentioned Will and Defoe. Um, and he's kind of gone after the first after act. The first. Yeah. Once he leaves the circus, we don't see a lot of these people again. Like, we see there's Remar and Bradley Cooper. And is that really all we see from, like, the opening stuff? Ever, I think they're the only ones that are in it start to finish, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, Kate Blanchett is in a fair portion of it, but she's introduced, you know, some way into the film. It was it was very weird. It's kind of like some films where I'm like, man, you've got, this is such a, like, a star-studded cast. There's so many people. And then they're just not in it that much. Yeah, I, I don't believe in getting in a big actor just for a small bit, just because it's that actor. I think you need to use them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's fine to have, I mean, I don't necessarily mind having a major, you know, big big star actor in a film or whatever and they only are in a couple scenes but like just do more with them use them yeah exactly like yeah i'm fine with them being in small roles just you know really get the most out of them which i don't think he quite does in this film yeah and it's sort of just like yeah a lot i felt like a lot of people were kind of wasted you know like tony collette is very good in things doesn't really do a whole lot in this you know like, Willem Dafoe. I'll tell you who I, I, I forgot was in it. Just because for some reason I can never picture him in my mind and remember what he looks like. Yeah? Christian Jenkins. Was he in it? Yeah, he's the old man guy. Oh, uh, the one that lives with uh, Tony one, The one with the dead daughter or wife, whatever it is. Oh. Uh, I probably didn't recognise him. Yeah, I, I didn't either, and then his name came up in the credits, and I was like, who was he? Oh, yeah, it can only have been this guy. Oh, it was Richard Jenkins, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, no. I yeah, mean, I like just... him in the show of water, so. Yeah, he was, he was good I'm that. like, oh, it's him. Wasn't the best part in that film. Personally, Sally Hawkins was better for me. And Michael Shannon, even. Yeah, I'd probably Sally put Hawkins Michael Shannon above cool. him as well, actually. But this doesn't really, like... The other Del Toro films in Pan's Labyrinth and Shape of Water, which I've seen, have got, like, excellent performances in. Like, the little girl in Pan's Labyrinth, I feel, is really, yeah, really, really great. Cool. Like, she is good. Very good in Pan's Labyrinth. You know. And Sally Hawkins, in The Shape of Water, is really, really good. Excellent without even saying a fucking word. Yeah. And this, it's like, Bradley Cooper's just fine. But, like... He's got an undeniable kind of 
warm screen presence and charm, but yeah, he's not really hitting great depths. Yeah, it's he, just like... See, I, like I say to someone who thinks that Bradley Cooper is actually a very good actor, you know, I love him in Silver Linings Playbook. I think he... That's, to me, that's what Bradley Cooper is. This is a lot more... I don't want to say classy, but you know, it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's different, you know, because he's still kind of playing a sort of trashy character. I think, yeah, I think I've been playing either tough guys or trashy sort of people, and he's not in this, sort of. Yeah. At least he's, he's kind of pretending to be a bit more... Yeah, it's just sort of like, you know, he's there, he's working, I guess, but he's not, like... And same with no, I do Ro- enjoy him, but yeah. yeah no. And same with Rooney Mara, actually. I really like Rooney Mara in things that I've seen her in. But she's just, like, in it. Yeah. Like, and I don't even really know what things I've seen Rooney Mara in to be like, oh yeah, she's really good. Like, I, I no, I've seen her think, but I've oh, never have you seen the girl with the dragon tattoo yet. No, that's the one that I know I need yeah, to so see. That's my frame of reference for because I'll be Rooney like, Mara. oh Rooney Mara, excellent, yeah. Daniel stuff Craig, like her, she's really good. I, yeah, I thought she was good in her. I enjoyed her small role in the Social Network. Oh yeah, yeah, she gets mainly because she yeah. insults Mark Zuckerberg, and that's great because he's a He's a piece of shit, and I think it's very, it's very well deserved. I think he absolutely deserves. Difficult man. Yeah, but yeah, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is like the one that I'm like, oh yeah, I'll see that, and I'll be like, yeah, she's excellent. You know, it's the it's one of the only Fincher films I haven't seen yet, which is weird because Fincher's like my favorite. So you're a big Fincher fan. Yeah, I mean, four ten out of tens. You know, feel yeah, like. I mean, you give like, you gave Edgar Wright like four tens, right? So yeah, Edgar Wright, yeah, no, uh, yeah. So Pretty you know, proper tens at But this is just oh. sort of like he does feel like it kind of wastes so I'm a lot have to of. Talk about Edgar Wright later, but yeah. yeah uh, this film it just kind of feels like it wastes a lot of good people, like good actors. Yeah. Like no one's bad by any means, but it's just like you could do so much more with them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Really, this film kicks into the gear I want it to around the point where they do that fake seance bit. I love watching a good, you know, kind of like dubious plan go well, but I love mm. watching a dubious plan go to absolute shit. <laughs> oh, that's always, that's always great when that happens. Like, oh, yeah. And just the, the, you know, the music in that bit really helped with the kind of tone. And yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I'm really digging the kind of acknowledgement of this really dark shit that they're doing. Yeah, I, I liked the, I liked Kate Blanchett's introduction scene. It's the one where she's in the fucking room and, and he has to figure out what's in her um, bag. And... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that bit, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No. Yeah. yeah, like I, I thought that was a good scene. I thought yeah, they... they kind of have to like, improvise around it. Yeah, they sort of played off each other really well in that scene, and it all sort of uh, worked. David Strathern was in this. I've got no fucking memory of where he was in this. I yeah. See again, I looked at him. I was like, oh, I, I know he's the dude from the Nomadland. Um, yeah, but he's also barely um, in Nomadland. Yeah, um, I um, well, I've not got a good idea of who he is, but yeah, I think he's the he's Tony Collette's husband. Oh, is uh, that guy that he gets all the tricks from? Uh, right. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot, a lot of scenes I do really like. I like the bit where Rooney Mara's in. The people of like some unknown inspectors or whatever have come to the circus, and 
Bradley Cooper has to improvise some stuff with the electric chair. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that scene. I, yeah. I liked I liked all the stuff where we see him being like a proper con man. Yeah. Some of the stuff I'm really trying to have to be like, do I remember that scene? I'm like, yeah, I do. Because this film, whilst good, it's it's not particularly memorable for a lot of it, I feel. Yeah, that's, that's the way. It's unmemorable, I'd say, apart from like one or two bits. Yeah, and like the ending is kind of like a bit like so he shoots him and he kills him. Yep, that's. And then he know. runs over one of the members of Fight Club. <laughs> yes, that felt a bit like out of nowhere. I guess like I don't. I I, well, I quite like that. It well, goes no. to the crap like immediately. It, it really dives straight in. And, you know, I, I kind of like how it sort of ends with him sort of back where the film started, you know, with him back at the the circus thing. I kind of think that, you know... It's a nice way to end it. Yeah, kind of, you know, he, he sort of loses it all and he sort of gets back to, you know, yeah, where he started. Sort of, I guess, classic sort of writing, you know, classic storytelling. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a, a good... Again, inoffensive. I feel like I just keep repeating myself, but all these films are just like decent, you know, inoffensive, enjoyable films. They're not really trying very much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so... I, I don't mean they're not like putting in an effort. I mean, they're not really pushing out any boundaries. Yeah. Um, so for this one is a 7 out of 10 for me. Um, you know, just a, a good. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. A, a, a good movie, but certainly nothing amazing. A good time. I can't say I'll watch it again anytime soon, but enjoy it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Decent film. Then, next on the list, Don't Look Up. Now, this is one that I I did not think would get in. I was a bit unsure. This was one I was a bit unsure about. I was like... Maybe, but I was like, man, people are really not liking this movie. Like, this is yeah, like 50-something percent on Tomatoes. And, yeah, like, I we, we've sort of already covered this in the review of the episode, so I don't think we should spend, like, as much time on it. Yeah. Because we've already Have gone through it. Have you seen it at that point? I, no, I, I hadn't seen it. You, you'd seen it, so I, I actually I haven't given my yeah. thoughts on it properly yeah, you have in that case if you, yeah i've already established that i i really like this film in it's one of my top 10 of year the year wasn't it yeah 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 and i i i mean i've i think there's still a lot of issues with it yeah the editing is poor mm. um at times um but you know i thought it was funny i got into the story and i i thought the ending was really great yeah uh I think people are being way too harsh on this movie. Like, it's yeah. nothing. It's like there's some bad editing, but other than that, I oh think no, it's, it's a film that's beating you over the head with like what it's after. Oh no, how dare something not be how dare subtle? This film addressed an important issue. Uh, oh no, how it dare it? You know, subtlety. Oh, sorry, that this film isn't subtle. Oh, sorry, no, no, my my bad. Isn't as vague and unclear as uh, no power of the dog or Dune. Um, yeah, get it's, over yourself. Yeah, like yeah, it's a good movie, a, a well-made movie, um, decent performances. Yeah, no, I forget. Like, I do quite. I like a good bit of Leo. I think. I mean, Leo's. Well, I mean, I think I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but Leo is my personal favorite actor of all time, and I think he's. Object, he's like a pretty one of the best actors ever. I, you, yeah, no, you're I, a Colin Firth fan, aren't you? 
I I do love big uh Colin Firth, but yeah. Leo is all he's up there. Yeah, I mean Leo is just great in everything, isn't he? I Even think Leo is he's genuinely I think he's sort of underrated. Really? I, I I don't think we give him enough love, being as excellent as he is. I mean, it took him like two decades to finally win that Oscar. <laughs> that that was a bit yeah. was a bit much. Um, and it's it's weird that it took him yeah two decades to win an Oscar for a film that apparently he's not particularly great in. But you know, like, yeah, oh. not considered his absolute best. I mean, I guess it's like a case of when like Jeff Bridges or whatever won. Yeah. Everyone, oh, like Tommy Lee Jones is just kind of yeah, go on. Yeah, you know. Walking Phoenix, yeah, not your best work, not even the best performance that year, but we'll, we'll give you it because you know Adam Driver should have won any other year, so fuck it, we'll give it to you. Yeah, I mean, I would have been um, Adam Driver better in my opinion, but yeah, you know, I agree. Yeah, this where's he at the Oscars this year, eh? Tragedy. Oh yeah, oh that was so weird because I remember early on, so. In 2020, before the pandemic hit, people like, oh, yeah, there's, you know, going to be Annette and there'll be Last Duel, you know, Adam Driver. He'll sort of just get nominated every year, like sort of like Meryl Streep in terms of like, even if it's not like their best work ever, we'll still give them a nomination because it's it's good, you know, they work. And he didn't get anything this year. And it's so weird that he didn't get anything for what I have it on good authority from people who've seen it are like, all pretty good performances. I've not seen it in that, but I have seen House of Gucci and um, Last Jewel, and yeah, no, he's very good in them. I mean, I know we both know someone who thinks he gave like the best supporting performance of last year in the Last Jewel. Yeah. I mean, fair enough, he probably is very good in it. I haven't seen it. But no, he is. He's Adam Driver. He is excellent. Yeah. The good thing in the new Star Wars films. Yeah, no, by far the best thing. You know, Marriage Story, he should have won, you know, the yeah, best performance of the year. It was great in Black Klansman. I enjoyed him a lot. Yeah. And I have not seen Annette, but, and neither of you, but it's, you know, it's a musical performance. It probably requ- asks a lot from him to, you know, do a musical. He, he sings a song while performing oral sex on Marion Cotillard. <laughs> yes, I'm aware of that. Oh, man, I can't wait to, when I finally get around to seeing Annette and that scene Same. happens, because I'll be like, oh, it's the scene everyone talks about. It's the scene, baby. Yeah, um, it, yeah, it's just so weird that he missed this year. And I think, I don't know if you mentioned this, you might have mentioned this, but you would have, I think you said you would have given DiCaprio an Os- an, a nomination for Best Actor for this film. Um, I've seen other stuff that I think's kind of pushed him out of the five. Oh, pick, okay. But when we last talked about the review of the year, I think it must have been. I think you said he probably should have. He probably should get nominated or something. I don't know. if... Yeah, I think I probably did. Um, and I still wouldn't mind him to. But yeah, I think I have seen. Hang on, let me see. Uh, no, I think yeah, he's still probably in my top five leading yeah. actor. I mean, as well. I didn't think he was bad. Didn't really think he was amazing. I, the person who I really thought was really good for some reason was Jonah Hill. <laughs> I <laughs> he's really I really like him in this film. I, think I mean, really I just love Jonah Hill in everything. Like Superbad is he is great in that. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, no, I, I, like, I always forget that I enjoy a good bit of Jonah Hill. Like he's good in that, and it's kind of like where has he been for the last few years? Because it kind of feels like he hasn't really done anything major yeah, since. Yeah. You know, I guess was. 21 jumps, 22 jumps, it would have been. Was that, that's like the last film I can remember 
him being in. Like, I can't really think of anything. Must have been something else, but yeah, I can't think of very much. Yeah. You know. Um, but the Jonah other... Hill is responsible for one of my favourite bits of this film. <laughs> oh, is it the bit where everyone leaves at the end, right before the meteor crashes? Oh, there is that bit. Yeah, I do love that. Yeah, he's just still kind of sat there. But no, it's the. I think I mentioned it in the review of the year. Um, but he refers to Jennifer Lawrence as being the boy with the dragon tattoo at one point. <laughs> I thought was hilarious. I thought this film had some good comedic elements to it. Like that's sort of what Adam McKay is kind of known for. Like you know, with Anchorman and um, Step Brothers. Did you do Step Brothers? He did you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other guys, you know that stuff. And then he sort of branched over to more serious works like The Big Short and Vice. And I feel like don't look black comedies. I guess in a way, yeah. And I guess tires. Yeah, and and don't look up as I guess more of the same like it's 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 a comedy but it's got like it's some kind of the difference. uh because you know there's a meteor coming to earth and it's going to kill everybody and you know people aren't doing anything about it and uh, we're all gonna die um see i don't really like disaster films just because they're all the same it's just oh look at people reacting to the terrible thing but what i think what i like about this film is that people aren't really dressing it properly for the most part kind of like Tall real life am i right yeah satire like mm. i f- i feel like it's kind of a dumb criticism to be like oh it's you know it's it's too political it's it's too you know talking about real life it's like really that's your problem with this it's pointing out an actual problem in the world like i yeah. like i just don't get it like it's just like why why are you getting so upset by this? You know, it's just like, grow up. Yeah, I, I, yeah exactly. I think just, you know, cheer a bit. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. It's talking about climate change. What's, What's your, your problem, problem with that? that? Oh, Don't... see you in 50 years. Oh, wait, maybe I won't. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so what did you think of Don't Look Up? Of what? Um, don't look up. Like, what, what, I don't remember how you. What, what are your general thoughts? Um, yeah, good movie. Enjoyed it. It's, it feels a bit weird to be amongst these Oscar nominees because it's like this doesn't really feel because it's more of a comedic film than I'm sort of used to from the Oscars. Like the Oscars, yeah. I expect like dramas, you know, like films that are gonna make you cry and shit, and I'm not used to being... And, like, and often if they do comedy <clears throat> stuff, it's, like, not really... A comedy. On being comedy, yeah. Yeah, like, I know, uh, are you aware of who Bill Maher is? Bill Maher? Yes. No. Okay. Well, he's a prick, uh, to, to, to basically put it out simply. Um, he's a comedian, and I, and I discussed this last year in the Oscars... Uh, episode I did because it was when he first sort of made these comments and was a bit more relevant about the whole thing. But it's it's kind of sort of brings back this point of basically he didn't really like any of the best picture nominees last year. I don't even think he'd seen them though because oh no these films are depressing and sad. Oh no, why can't we have films like Schindler's List and Milk again? That sort of idiot logic of. Oh, yes, remember when films were better and, you know, happy, you know, like that Holocaust movie, you know? Mm. You know? And it's like, that's stupid. Because, like, Minari isn't really a depressing movie. 
so it's a bit more hopeful than that, you know. The, and then this isn't hopeful, actually. It's just completely... I think it's very. Uh... I mean, it's not depressing, but you know, when you actually think about it, yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, everyone dies at the well. Most people die at the end. Everyone but Jonah Hill and some rich people. Some Jonah, I thought Jonah Hill died. I thought that was the point. He. Oh, did you not see one of the many post-credit scenes? I saw. I saw the one where Meryl Streep got eaten. Oh, <laughs> well. I didn't. I was unaware there were multiple. There was a yeah. There's a post-credit scene. Oh shit! Okay, that's. <laughs> There was there was one I missed. Damn it! Fuck. Okay, yeah, what happened in well, the other one? Yeah, well, the one I'm I'm talking about, it's revealed on like a bit of like a, a destroyed uh, <laughs> Jonah Hill crawls out from under some rubble, <laughs> and goes, "Hey guys, last human alive." So, uh, yeah. Oh, damn it! I'm annoyed that I didn't see that because I was like. Oh. It's it's a, it's a good it's good. Oh, one. that's amazing. Oh, that's that's funny. It's funny. I think those two post credits scene. I I wasn't sure about them the first time around, but when I rewatched it, I did actually really like them, especially that payoff with the Meryl Streep. Yeah, that um, was that was good. Was like, yeah. well, yeah, we did a thing to see how you're gonna die, and apparently it's something called a Brantorak. And then I don't know if I wanted them to show. It. I don't know if uh, I wanted no, I them to show it though. I don't know. Uh, okay. I, think, I, think, I mean, I get that I it's a, like set up a payoff to a joke. I do like, I like the payoff. Yeah, I understand that. It just is like, it's... also, man, there, there's a lot of naked people. Fucking hell, I was not expecting to see. Yeah, know, I know, right? All those naked people. I'm like, Jesus. All right, there's. Didn't the... think bring clothes with you on this space? I couldn't deal with that. I could absolutely could not deal with being naked around other people. A lot of other people, like just nuts. Yeah, I say I've never done it personally, but I don't know. I think I'd be a bit like, oh. I mean, it yeah. depends. It would just be embarrassing if they were like people I thought were attractive, and I'm like, oh no. So, yeah, exactly. You can't hide that shit. Yeah, but like you know, and then they all presumably die. I mean, fair I'll enough. Say a, you can see like the the bronze rock kind of like starts to speed up and run towards them, and then it cuts away. Yeah, because you don't need to see them get eaten because you know they're gonna get eaten. You know, it's like yeah. Um. I don't know if I've talked about this, but I've never been particularly sold on Jennifer Lawrence. Neither have I particularly. I mean, I beyond my... I don't it's dislike her. Actor. I don't dislike her. I, I definitely... She's kind of irritate. Like, the Hunger Games, she just kind of mm. pisses me off. In. But no the sort of... good reason, but... The sort of persona... I guess is the way to put it, she would portray, you know, in sort of real life of like, oh, look, I'm just like you people. I'm so relatable, you know? It's kind of just like, because my, um, my oldest sister is kind of like, oh, people just just sort of stopped, you know, liking Jennifer Lawrence. And I'm like, well, it's not because, it's because people got tired of her shtick, as it were, you know? I like, get sort of the idea of like, I can't really deal with celebrities who are like, I'm just like you guys. It's like, because then you're not. No, you're not. You're not. Yeah, like fucking Ellen during the pandemic being like, oh, we're all in the same boat. Are we, Ellen? Are we? We're, we're going to sing that John Lennon song. It's like... It's genuinely the, the most uncomfortable I've ever been. It's like when Gwyneth Paltrow was like, oh, I had to eat bread during the pandemic. It's like, wow, you had to eat bread once. Me eating a sandwich. Oh my god, that's shocking. Oh no. Oh, those people who died? Nah, forget them. I had to, yeah, I had to break my fucking diet. I had to eat something that's not part of my diet. Unbelievable. 
And it's just like, I can't feel sorry for you because you're an incredibly privileged, rich, white woman who yeah. is incredibly lucky in life. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to feel bad for you because, you know. And, and, and this, this film, to sort of, I guess, like, it's just kind of... I, I will say, this film kind of just annoyed me. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, Purposely I so. I, I get that. Because, like, yo, President, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. you're aware... I, oh, that's such a great bit where they're like... Where he's like, oh, you know, it's going to hit Earth. And it's like, oh, it's actually like 99 point something percent. And I'm like, oh, because so it's not 100%. So it's okay then. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like... That's good. That's funny. I like that shit, you know? Like, that's actually good... Good joke. Comedy, yeah. It's kind of like, you know, people are like, oh, so it won't, like... It's not guaranteed to affect me, you know? Like, does it Like, something could happen, but it might not. And it's like, well, I mean, it will probably happen. Um, There's a very good chance it will. And it's like, but it's not guaranteed, right? It's like, I mean, probably... <laughs> yeah, I uh yeah i just sort of thought you know also woman president <laughs> imagine like that'll ever happen <laughs> yeah and you know people aren't gonna like well more right-wing people because they don't like meryl streep because oh no she said trump's bad once <gasps> whatever <gasps> will we do what, implied what said they didn't like the president once oh but we can insult joe biden all we want we can criticize him all we want you dare say a bad thing about Trump, though? You're just part, part of the propaganda. propaganda. I, I do like that they don't try and portray Meryl Streep's president as, like, good, though. Like, like she's the right person. Like, I like how, like, like, yeah, no, she's the fucking bad guy, guy and she's wrong. Exactly. Like, like, it's, it's just like, like yeah, it's not woke to have a woman president. Like, that's stupid. Like, women, <laughs> politics, nah. That's, nah, I can't, can't buy that at all, you know? outrageous yeah it's just yeah i kind of appreciate that adam k is just like yeah i'll do what the fuck i want now because he's he's kind of just doing shit for the sake of it he's, he's not like he's like yeah it's overly political who cares i'll make it oh no look at all this money i'm making for making overtly political films what are you gonna do about it? You're gonna complain on the Twitter on Twitter. Oh no, whatever will I do, you know? <clears throat> and this is like, oh yeah, it kind of makes sense that DiCaprio would do this film because he's very, you know, he's he's very yeah political. Yeah, and talking about climate change, and climate change especially. Yeah, that's sort of like yeah, this is definitely the kind of film. It's like yeah, he would make this film. I don't, you know, uh, just. A good movie, enjoyable. Um, I, I I think I am a bit generous to the film. Um, I remember. Yeah, I watched I, it again. I think my rating might go down, but I remember. I do really really like it. Yeah, I remember you post when you saw it. You, so I remember, um, because you saw this. This was you went to see like three films in one day. I think it was. I think it was like Encanto. Yeah, I think it was, it was like Encanto. French Dispatch Dispatch and Don't Look Up. And the reviews were coming through, and it's like 7 out of 10 for French Dispatch, 8 out of 10 for Encanto, all cool, get that. And then a 9 out of 10 for Don't Look Up, and I was like, what the fuck is this? People aren't liking this film. This isn't, this is, I've never, 
9 out of 10 what are you on about uh, and I think people are very harsh on this film it's really not that bad yeah like, I think that's why I'm a bit generous to it because I feel like I'm like no I'm going to defend it and say that yeah. it's a good movie is that why you don't like Dune? Because everyone, it's the opposite effect. Everyone loves maybe it so I, much. yeah, maybe I, I I'm that you... really like no fuck the common consensus anarchy. I don't um, want to go against the common consensus. Okay, I don't want to be the guy who's like actually I don't agree with you guys. I think you're wrong. I don't want to be that guy. But it is just like this one really isn't that bad. You guys are being stupid. This is yeah. People giving it like two out of ten. What? It's like, did you see Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Dear Evan Hansen? Fucking, you know, Woman in the did Window? You... Like, did you see any of those movies? Like, did you see... Yeah, did there you see... so many more bad movies than that. Did you see any of the eight Bruce Willis films that came out last year? <laughs> like, oh, still can't believe... Man, he is just a jobbing actor at this point, isn't he? He's just he making... doesn't give a fuck. I mean, fair enough, he's made all... He, he, I can't... He... Yeah, fair enough, I guess. Just doing whatever the hell he wants now. But also, come on, Bruce Willis, make good things again. Yeah, I miss Bruce Willis with personality. Die Hard's so good. Yeah, Unbreakable. Unbreakable, Sixth Sense, like... I mean, I think Looper was, like, the last film that everyone's like, oh, yeah, Bruce Willis, he's great. And then it's been a decade since Luther came out, so... And, yeah, and this is what he is. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, uh, so don't look up. I really go with the the satire. I think it's mm. funny. Also, I think it, you know, that whole, like, I guess, the last act or so, there's just, I really like a good sense of kind of... Foreboding, dread, like, dread that you yeah, know you can't really, stop. Really, you can't really do anything about. Yeah. Um, I really like those sorts of situations, and I, I get that from this film. Yeah. Um. So I, I will give it a... You know, albeit quite generous, eight point five out of ten. Mm. Yeah, um, I think some of the satire works. I think some of it is a bit like, eh, you know, nothing bad by any means, but it's just like, yeah, I did feel like it was a bit long. Personally, I was like, yeah, it's going on a bit, and kind of like. I I felt that on the rewatch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a. Good movie. I certainly enjoyed it. Um, my family watched it because I was like, yeah, this is good. My mum didn't like it because she doesn't like things that have sad endings. No. <laughs> like, I remember I wa- after, I re- after I watched Three Billboards, in fact, for this, she's like, oh, so do they find the killer who did it? And I'm like, no, they no. don't. It's kind of the point of it. And so she doesn't like when movies have sad endings. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. I mean, you know. I mean, if there's a point to there being a sad ending, then yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess it depends. If you, if there, yeah, if there, if there should, if, like, it sort of depends, you know. If there's gonna be a sad ending. Just make it work, you know. Don't just be like, oh, someone dies at the end. Wah, you know. Tragedy. Yeah, but this, you know, it makes sense. I was kind of, I was thinking like, so are they actually gonna let the meteor hit? Because I feel like if they sort of delayed it, and they sort of diverted it that would kind of defeat the purpose like i feel like this movie needed to end with the meteor yeah, I would hitting well if it ended happily yeah and it's just like yeah it works um it's in a good movie i have not seen the film last night which i'm aware is a kind of so, better ver- version of this um 
like Mildly, it's yeah. it's like it's an end of the world situation that's sort of in the same vein of this but kind of a bit different um i i say last night is kind of the last 40 minutes of don't look up stretched out a bit it's more focused on how people react to the end of the world but isn't it isn't it only like an hour and a half or something it's it's much shorter or... yeah yeah yeah, Man, but this one's like two hours, oh, well over two hours, certainly. So yeah, imagine like two hours, fifteen or something. Yeah, no. Uh, if imagine if that was the whole film, it, like I don't think you can make that as a film work. I think you needed the build up to, you know, everyone just yeah. dying at the end. But yeah, no. Yeah, in, in this film, yeah, you do, and it, it works uh, the way it's meant to in last night. Yeah, it's a uh, a good movie that I certainly enjoyed. Um, and one of the more, it, this is sort of more mid-tier for this year's Best Picture nominees. Feels okay. a bit odd, but, you know, not bad by any means. Um, so I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. Uh, 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 That's a, a stronger 7 out of 10. It, it's, it's closer to a 7 than a 6, if that, you know, yeah. helps. It's just like, yeah, I, you know. I think it's a reasonable rating. Good movie, but nothing that's going to knock your socks off. Yeah. Uh, something that, speaking of... Films that didn't knock my socks off in any way. Drive My Car. Man. I, I, this is my least favourite, okay? I'm just going to be honest. Straight up. I, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm just going to say it fair. I didn't like this film. My second least favourite, I think. This is the last one I watched because three Same. hours to kill yep. me. In, in a language that I don't understand, so therefore yeah. I have to be reading subtitles the whole time and properly paying attention. Yeah, and it's like... it's. And yeah, I'm fine with foreign language films. I'm fine with watching them. There's some good ones, but it's like, it's there's just some great ones. Yeah. yeah, there's some really great ones. You know, like the but hunt, it, it... for example, oh, oh, incredibly hunt. riveting from like start to finish. You know, yeah, and that's like two that's over two hours. Yeah. Like, but it is riveting. You know, and this could have been real. This could have actually maybe been a good movie if it was significantly shorter. Yeah, I my thoughts exactly. <laughs> And like, I, I have a feeling that this is gonna end up being our combined lowest score. Yeah. Or actually, no, I think it might end up tied with Dune or something. Maybe we'll yeah. See how it goes. But this is, I think, we're we're more on the same page with this one because we yeah. are both kind of like. Mm. I just it took me like an entire day. This film was three hours, and it still took me like an entire day to watch it. Like I was like, fuck. Well, I'm... what I did is I turned up the speed a little bit so it went a bit faster. Yeah, I considered doing that, but I was like, man, will that really... I kind of wish I did because it, it means I would have gotten through it faster, but I just... I Yeah, I think I probably would have liked the film the same amount if I watched it at normal speed, yeah. but it just made it a bit more of an easy pill to swallow. Yeah. And, like, three-hour-long films rarely are justified to me. Like, I can't... Like, Lord of the Rings, as much as I love them, I don't know if they need to be as long as they are, personally. But at least there's a bit more justification there, because you're adapting long books that need, like, a shit ton of, you know, time in, spent into them. Hmm. But this just is like, oh, so he's... There's this play that he's got going on, and then he's driving... Then he's got this woman driving him to a place, and then they're driving to a different place, and, oh, she... Get, got her mother killed and then oh he's losing eye, his eyesight but that doesn't really factor into the story that much and then oh he's not there at the end and oh look there's a dog you know just like what like I don't I just I just don't get it <laughs> the see one of my issues with it is 
I generally don't go with films that are about, you know, exploring, like, I don't know, like, depression or grief or whatever. I don't really go with them if they're being really literal and just kind of saying, yes, this person is grieving, you know, I, I guess I, I, I need some sort of, I, it needs to be subtextual, I guess, for me to get into it. Like, unlike, uh, like, is that why you don't like Afterlife? Because it's kind of a bit literal. Because it's just so in your face, well, yeah, for, for a few, I mean, I don't dislike Afterlife, but it's one of my, yeah, issues with it. It's one of the weaker Gervais products. Yeah. Um, this is yeah, just, yeah. I, I guess I like, you know, point to it a lot as being something that I love yeah. this film for, but, you know, The World's End, you know, hey, yes. it's got fucking robots in it, and it's a fucking great sort of yeah. look at depression and obsession. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is basically told to us that yeah he fucking tried to kill himself and that like you know yeah and, and like, yeah. like the, the film carries so much punch throughout the rest of it and knowing that yeah and it's kind of like that's why he's doing this you know whereas yeah, this it's, it's just like oh he's <laughs> yeah he... whereas this is just kind of moody also did i miss something is his wife dead or not or did he just leave her or did oh, she, she leave is him? dead she is dead okay because I don't know if I missed something, but I didn't... I, it wasn't clear, because the way they were talking about her, I was like, sorry, I thought she was, like, dead. And then it's kind of like... She's, like, collapsed on the floor and then, like, cuts Yeah. Well, yes, I... That scene comes out of complete nowhere, by the way. There is no setup for her just and being like, like, yeah, it's just, oh, hey, I'm dead. He leaves, and then later when he comes back, like, oh, no. It, it would have been better if there's, like, an elongated shot of her just, like, holding her head, or, or like, there's, like, something foreshadowing it. Like, oh, my head feels a bit off today. Yeah. Know? Like, it's... But no, he just comes home, and she's lying there, and she's dead. He's dead. And I'm like... And mm. I remember when I watched it, I was like, sorry, I was sort of like... Sorry, is she just, like, did she, like, pass out, or is she, like, dead? And then it cuts to a funeral, I'm like, oh, this just went, like, fucking to 100 very it's quickly. It's out of, like, a comedy film. Yeah. With no... Like, oh, but it's not meant to be, to be funny, fine. though. That's the mm. weird thing, is we're meant to take it seriously and be like, oh, yeah. how sad she died. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't care. I, I think that this is a classic case of a film where I sort of, like, missed the point or not understood what yeah. it's saying. Like, I've seen... It's like, I'm. am I meant to feel sorry for this guy? Because I don't think I really like him that much, honestly. Like, I don't think he's... Like... Yeah, I struggle to really bring myself to care. And there's so much in this film that's like... Like, the guy who fucking beats the shit and, and like, fucking kills that guy. Like, I'm like... Like, there's at least setup for that, but it's like, that comes out of nowhere, kind of, like... Sorry, did he just murdered someone? Like, what? Yeah. And now this guy's got to be in the play. Like, I don't just why? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's just like, yeah, uh, he did a crime. We got to arrest him now. Oh, okay. Oh, and we've got to put you in there. You've got to go in it. Otherwise, we can't do it. We can't find anyone else. I mean, to be fair, no one else. I mean, to be fair, they do sort of explain like, oh, you know, the things are coming out in twelve weeks, in two weeks or whatever, and it's like. Yeah, but, like, someone could learn that, probably learn that, like, I could probably learn my lines in, like, two weeks, if that's all I, if that's, like, a lot of what I did, you know, it's just, you like... really committed, yeah, no, it's yeah. doable. But this is, like, I don't know, it just feels so... I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't know. There are individual scenes that I quite like, they're just kind of nicely... Yeah, like... Acted, yeah, but like... Then I, I really like the sort of tone. Mm, yeah. Um, I think it's got a nice vibe to it, but it just goes on for so long and doesn't really get to the point. Uh, the 
there, there were two scenes in this movie that I actually liked. Yeah. One is the scene in the car, sort of about halfway through, where he's talking with that guy and he's telling the story. I say the scenes with those two kind of talking, like yeah. whenever they go. I thought like, oh, this is actually. I'm quite liking this. Yeah, like, oh, this is good writing. This is very. This is engaging. Novel idea. And I and I and I really and I clocked in my head like, oh my god, I actually care what's happening here because the rest of it, I'm just like, I just fucking get on with it. Just, just happen. Just move along. Just do, do things. things. And the other scene that I actually quite liked was at the end where he's like doing the play at the very end and he's like at the table. Yeah. Like that bit was great. Well, not great. I, say, but I, good. I, I quite like a fair bit of the um, kind of play <clears throat> stuff. Like whenever they're doing like the table read and stuff, that was all right. But yeah, yeah. I know that, that bit at the end where he's doing the acting. Yeah, that was all right. But besides that, it's just like. What is the point of this Say it's film? three hours, nothing really happens. Oh my god, just... And I was like, maybe this will fly by, you know, maybe... I, I was, like, being optimistic. I'm like, you know what, three hours? Hell, two, like, two and a half hours, that can fly by. Like, I, I watched Goodfellas recently, that flew by, you know, like, yeah. it did not feel like two and a half hours, you know? And this, I'm like, you know what, maybe... Because I know people who've seen it, and people, and some liked it, some didn't, and I was like, okay... Let's go in with an open mind. And I'm just like, this sucks. This isn't good. I don't like this. I really don't care for this. Don't yeah. care. And there was just sort of, yeah. The, some... the moments that I, I quite liked were few and far between. Yeah. And there were some weird, like, tangential moments. Like, when he walks into his house and he sees, like, his partner having sex with another Pain. guy. And then he just leaves. Like, okay, was there a... I'm not sure why that subplot's really there. I know. Especially if... That's the one who dies, right? Like, I, I didn't miss, like... She's the woman who dies, isn't it, right? Yeah. 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 There's no, and, like, and, resolution... And that's, the, and that's the guy that you like, talks to in the car and the bar and stuff. Yeah. Well, I didn't get that, because I didn't... It wasn't clear, or I just wasn't engaged enough to be like, oh, yeah, this is... You know, like, I just didn't care. And yeah, I, that's fair. And it, I feel bad because I feel like we I should have known. Where I was just like, no, I'm ready for this film to end. It's been two hours. Wrap it up. Oh, yeah, wait, still one more hour. Like, and like the scene where they go to like the woman's house that's burnt down, and she just starts yeah. throwing flowers at it. I'm like, what is this? What? <laughs> Why? Why? Why is this happening to me? Why are we doing this? Just get on with it. Oh, yeah. The bit that annoyed me the most about this film is at the very end. There's like bit where it like cuts to black, and I was like, oh, "Is it finished? Oh my god, it's finally finished!" And I was like, "Please, credits start rolling." And then it fucking cuts back to the woman in like a supermarket, and I'm like, it's "Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, why is that bit on? Why the you could have just like, even if you had just put up a title card that said, "Sometime later" or whatever, that would have been fine. But don't trick me and like fade like cut to black and i'm like oh thank god this movie's end and then you continue on with a scene yeah. that i thought was completely irrelevant and did nothing for the movie and was yeah, just no, there yeah it added nothing if it was wasn't yeah. and if it wasn't there it would be fine i'm so annoyed at this film because this doesn't deserve to be in for best picture no the fact that this knocked out Again, this is sort of like Dune and Belfast and a lot of these... Are, like, this and Dune are the ones that, like, this shouldn't be here. 
there yeah. are so many better films that could have gone in here. You could have put in Spider-Man. You could have put in Last Night Soho, Tick, Tick, Boom. You know, Eyes of Tammy Faye. You could have been so many much better films. West, French Dispatch. Brilliant, yeah, no. French Dispatch you could have put in. I would have been happy with that because that's a good movie. But this, it's mm. like... Just... it. This is the most... Again, like Dune, this is I'm I'm so annoyed with this. More than Fifty Shades because people say this movie is good and I don't get it. Like yeah, neither do I. It's I just get annoyed and exasperated when people are like, oh, this movie's so great, and then you watch it and it's like, no, it's not. What the what, yeah, what movie like, are I'm you not guys sure watching? What you're getting from it? Just this this movie. I just don't like this movie. This movie's. It's not terrible. It's far from the worst thing I've ever yeah. seen, but it does. It's not good enough to be in for best picture. Yeah, I agree. And it's it's a five out of ten for me. Um, I'd give it a six. I'm not sure. Yeah, like I'm trying. Six, I don't like being negative on this podcast because I don't like being negative in general. But like, when you nominate something that's so just not good. And just doesn't really work on any level. It's just like, why is this here? Yeah. Like, and 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 it's my least favorite. It's it's weaker than Dune for me because it's just it's longer, and I <laughs> really feel the length more in this. Like Dune, I feel the length in Dune at points, but I didn't feel it throughout. If that sort of makes sense, like I was yeah. sort of like some of it, I was like, oh yeah, sort of stuff sort of happening. You know, it's going at you know a decent enough pace. You know. It's a bit long, and then you know there were points where I'm like, man, this is going on a bit. But drive my car. It's like the entire movie, basically. I was like, man, this is just going on and on. I guess I'm I'm the opposite with Dune. I feel like it was Dune from the start with me. Whereas at least drive my car had there were moments where yeah. I was like, oh. And I'm like, actually, before we move on, um, I just want to quickly make a point. Is there a reason why his play is in like multiple languages and in sign language? Like, I've got, I've got no idea. Cause, but yeah, it just it it yeah. This film just is it's pretentious. As that's the best way I, yeah. I would put it. Yeah. I would say it's a pretentious it film. It so, yeah, it's five out of ten. My far and away my least favorite of this year's best picture nominees. Yeah, by a mile. Second. So, uh, down to the final three nominees to discuss here. Uh, next up on the list, wanna have a guess? Probably, I I feel like I should have done this at the beginning, but. Okay, guys, we've got three left to discuss. Okay, so we've got Coda King Richard Licorice Pizza left. Uh, yes. I want to say it's Licorice Pizza. No. Tragedy. It is King Richard. Ah, uh, well, I would have been wrong on my second guess, too. <laughs> yeah, so King Richard, I saw this... I think this would have been the first one of these I saw, I think, because it came out on HBO Max. Uh, I didn't watch it on HBO Max because it's not available here. I uh, went to the internet and, you know, I have my means because th the annoying thing is about Oscar films is we don't get them here in Australia till, like, January and February, and it's super annoying. I think I saw King Richard... I saw it the same day as I saw uh, Night Morelli, actually, so I, I oh, think yeah. that was before they were nominated as best yeah nominated. yeah i think they both came out yeah january i think that yeah, we got i think that morale came out like the week after i think or so maybe give us like, like that, yeah. 
Um, yeah, this is another. This is one of the better films, in my opinion. This is in the sort of it's, higher yeah, no, my, echelon for me. I, yeah, I know some people who don't really get it and think we're a bit strange, but you know what? Uh, it's, it's my opinion, isn't it? Yeah, no, we're allowed to just enjoy these six films. This film, because this is in this is sort of a more. This is one of the happier films, I, I would think. I think overall, a lot of these films the are a bit. Well, I would argue Coda. Coda is probably yeah. a bit more happy. Yeah, no, it, it's a, it takes the the second prize. Yeah. Um, but this one is probably this is probably up there. I think at the end when I go when I give my full ranking of these films, this will probably be one of the higher rated ones for me. And I don't really know why, like. It's a like it's a good movie, but I don't know something about it just kind of worked for me. I guess if that sort of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, for the first hour, I was I was really on board with it. Yeah, I thought you know Will Smith, he's good. He's a good actor. You know? Performance, yeah. I thought he was good. I one don't. Of these films he likes to do every couple of years where he does real acting. Yeah, you know, Pursuit of Happiness. You know, um, he did Concussion. Was I think one, one he did. One played Muhammad Ali. Oh yeah, that that was one. Uh, and then you know he'll just do stuff like I Am Legend or or Suicide Squad or something. You know, you, I was oh, gonna say Squad. Aladdin, Shark Tale. You know, he Django does... Unchained. Django. Sorry, did you say Django Unchained? I said, but not Django Unchained. But not Django Unchained. That's right. Yeah, because you know, Tarantino, violence, imagine Tarantino. Yeah. yeah. Never. Um, but I enjoy Will Smith. I think he's uh, an enjoyer. He's a good presence. You know, he's a uh, I mean, I love Fresh Prince. He's a lot Prince. of personality, yeah, and that's kind of what's carried him all these years. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what why Fresh Prince works, I think, because he, he's so just... it's just know. him going around doing his thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't think he's he's really a deserved winner for Best Actor, but, you know, it's not like it's a bad performance by any means. I think it's a good performance, in fact. Yeah, no, he's very, very solid. Uh, um, earlier, I alluded to the fact that I didn't think Ariana DeBose should win oh. supporting actress of this lot. The one oh. that I was, I was like, oh, they they were good. Was Ingenue Ellis who plays Richard's wife? I forget yes. her name. Story I Willard. think she was quite good in it. Um, I don't know if no, she would if she made it into my. I'll, I'll have to check and I'll go through this at the end. Um, I don't know if she made it into my top five for. Um, supporting I, I don't actress. think she's in mine either. I just quite liked her in it. Uh yeah, no, she was she was enjoyable. I thought she was good. Um, I personally would have maybe thrown a nomination to one of the, to uh, who's the, to one of the kids. I thought they were oh, quite. Yeah. And the kids were, there. You go, another, another solid bit of kid acting. Uh... They, they weren't as young as the Belfast boys. Actually, she yeah. she would have probably gotten in my top five for supporting actress, but uh, okay. you know, I I kind of don't think supporting actress in a lot of years is a particularly strong one. Like no. they, they really don't seem. There's not a lot of great support. Like, well, there are, but you just don't. There aren't as many. Like the Oscars, for example, they don't. They just nominate. You know, they don't nominate like. Like when Melissa McCarthy got nominated for Bridesmaids, for example, sure she's good in it and everything, but it is kind of like really, like you it's, couldn't. There was always sounds like a strange nomination than it is. But... Yeah, like this year's list of nominees. I think is pretty solid. I 
I, I've sort of given my sort of piece on Judy Dench and how I'm, 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 I say I've the one I've, I've not seen Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, but I'm no, that's the one I haven't seen. I assume she's probably good she, in she's it. another one that I'm quite happy she's now an Oscar nominee because I think she's a really good actress. I mean, she was the best part of I'm thinking of ending things, and I mean, yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, she was I, um she was one of the things that got me going through Fargo season four. Yeah, Andrew Ellis, good. Will Smith, good. The actors who play the kids. Good. Tell, I like Tell them. you who I think is one of the unsung heroes of this film. John Bernthal? John Bernthal. Yeah. He was really good, good yeah. I haven't... Oh, he was in... Oh, he's in Baby Driver. That's why I love him so much. Because Baby Driver... He's, he's really good in his small oh, yeah. part in Baby Driver. But... I watched a video recently of him like eating a bunch of... Epi- or something really spicy. Some really spicy chicken or something. Oh, he, he, Hot Ones? Yeah, that's yeah. It. Oh, oh that's wings, a really enjoyable show, actually. Yeah, and he, he's really fun in that. I, yeah, I didn't expect him to have as much personality as I does. I kind of thought he was going to be like you know what he's known for, like Punisher, just kind yeah. of being a tough guy. Yeah. but he's not. He's actually quite a sensible man. Yeah, it's unlike Aubrey Plaza, who's fucking snorting milk in it, and like you know being just mental because Aubrey. That's yeah. what Aubrey. Um, but Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza is great. Fucking so, John Bernthal. He's in the Wolf of Wall Street. I didn't realize this. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the yeah. like, yeah. He's Brad. He's like the big buff like guy. That, yeah, like, the tough guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I mean, he's quite entertaining in that. And I think, I think he's always that. entertaining. I think most people are relatively entertaining in Wolf of Wall Street. Um, it's oh, so it's full of a lot of people having a lot of fun. With I I really love that film. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's. I feel like there's some other people. There was a guy who I recognized because he was one of the parents in the Transformers films. <laughs> he was Shia LaBeouf's dad in the first three or so. Yeah, he was fine, I guess. I mean, it's better than Transformers because it's a good movie and Transformers are, yeah. are not good. But, but, like, overall, this is, like, a good movie. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, it's very kind of standard sports movie stuff. Mm, yeah, um, it's... but I, I still was able to get into it. Yeah, it's not like a sort of film where you're like, oh yeah, this is yeah. Like, I mean, you could argue that there kind of isn't really like a conflict in it, and there's kind of, but like, yeah, I mean, yeah, the end point is obvious but i still think you can still invest yourself in the story yeah. i mean i kind of got invested in the ending because i was like because i didn't know well, first of all i had no idea that serena williams had a sister let's just I think me. i did i just never connected I, I knew that venus williams was a person but i never connected the dots and then being I, related well when i first heard about this film king richard i i thought it was like a fucking like a historic like a you know a film where Kit, where Will Smith where is king like Richard. a king, yeah, he's like a king, and his name is Richard. You know, I, I I assumed it was that kind of like a last duel in the sense of like, oh, it takes place, you know, in medieval. Yeah, no, you you think it would be yeah the King Richard Crusades in the Holy Land thing? But yeah, <laughs> but it's not. It's just a guy named Richard, whose daughters are two of the greatest, arguably the greatest, maybe the, the greatest. greatest tennis players of all time. Certainly the greatest. I mean. So Serena Williams is definitely, I think she's considered the best. Yeah. I mean, not anymore, but, you know, they kind of have stopped playing, so they are no longer, you know, in the top spot. Yeah. I think one of them's injured, actually, so they might stop playing again, but, oh, you know, you know, they um, were... Tell you what, 
I, I love in a good in a movie or a TV show. Yeah. When, when I get like genuinely annoyed at what's happening. Mm. Like the bit but in the terms of like you're meant to be that. annoyed at what's happening, not like. Yeah, yeah. As in, like, it, you're, it's really kind of evoking the right emotional response from me, like the bit where at the end when it, it's like the final, or whatever, and that woman, the other person playing, just goes off and like stays in the toilet for like forty minutes. Yeah, I was like. I was thinking, like, can you do that? Like, that doesn't seem like you should be allowed to do that. And and going into this, I, I had no idea if she won or not. I'm like, yeah, I'm aware she's probably a big deal. But I was never like... I, I, I was sort of like, does she win or does she lose? I don't know. And then she lost. And I was like, ah, oh, guess she lost. Oh, well. Still can, yeah, no, you know. I had to really figure that out. I, I don't know enough about tennis terminology to follow it properly yeah i mean i'm just you know tennis in in, in most sports in general bore the hell out of me martial arts are cool yeah, but that's because people fighting that 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 shit's always cool <laughs> but it's never but like soccer <sighs> yeah that can fuck off except ted lasso soccer that's good soccer though i was gonna say yeah that's the good shit but this yeah i was kind of interested in the tennis stuff they were doing um but it was never I don't really think it was much of a focus, honestly. Like, if it, like, like, yeah, it's a big part of the movie. Yeah, like it's a big part of the movie, but it's not like it's just all this is. You know, it's sort of beyond that. Kind of. I mean, there's like some racism stuff, you know, at the beginning where there's that doesn't really get doesn't really come back though. Yeah, it's sort of like. I did think, watch that and be like, oh, okay, and then it nothing hap- comes of it. I'm like, that's kind of a bit strange. Mm. You set this up and then you don't do anything with it. Like, what yeah. is that? You know. And it and I will say there are some. I guess of... that's one of the failings of the biopic. You know, yeah. often you set, you have tangents that don't really actually mean anything in the yeah. narrative. Like I know you're a big Bohemian Rhapsody fan. I do quite like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. But I have to assume that kind of there's, there are points where the film's kind of just there's nothing. Like, it's sort of just like, yeah, yeah there's nothing yeah. really happening. Yeah. And I mean, I know for, the, that film is inaccurate in several places, you know, like it's yeah. not. It's but not you enjoy it regardless sure. of its inaccuracies. Yeah, no, I just enjoy what's happening. Yeah. Again, I don't know how accurate this film is because I'm not really, um, I don't care enough, I guess. To, yeah, like, to actually look him up. Yeah, because, like, 127 Hours, which I watched recently, I was interested to find out, like, about more about that guy. About Aaron Ralston, yeah. because yeah, he's... Because that's a fucking interesting... Hel- as You know, interesting story, you know? Mm. And, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, this film is, like, accurate as hell. Like, it is basically as close to, like, a documentary as you can get. And I assume yeah. this film probably isn't as close to that maybe because it leaves out a lot of some of the more dubious things that Richard yeah. did I mean isn't that kind of a Bohemian Rhapsody thing too like there's kind of like oh they kind of did some more of this kind of stuff but you don't really see uh, it yeah they kind of well it's kind of the opposite I guess they they kind of made some people out to be a lot more villainous than they actually were yeah I, I know there's so there's like stories about Queen just fucking doing like shit tons of coke and everything and I and like you don't really see that in the well because it isn't it more yeah. like not a kids film but it's more it's more family friendly. it's it's for a, yeah it's more and when in reality appeal to more of an audience when in reality queen were just i mean most musicians were fucking 
drug you know fucking high as high as fuck you know as most musicians are yeah and that's kind of the problem when you make biopics about people who are still alive because you can't be a hundred percent nice yeah and you can't be like oh actually this person was kind of a piece of shit Um, yeah you can't really show it like it actually was especially because serena and venus williams are pot are like producing this movie and they're like yeah, yeah so yeah yeah they're like yeah we approve of this portrayal of, your da- of our dad well of course you do he's portrayed quite well yeah and i and i saw of uh a tweet that someone made where they were like ah oh, why is this film about king about richard williams and why isn't it about serena and venus and, and one of them's like well yeah because he kind of got us to where we were and he's kind of like you know the one who sort of pushed us to do this, so like that's why because yeah, he's pretty he's important. A big part of our story, so, so yeah. it's kind of makes sense to make a film about him. But yeah. you know, fair enough. I I kind of I kind of hate that argument. It's like, oh, why are you making a film about this specific person and not this person? It's like maybe because this person's more interesting. Yeah, like no offense but like film. i think this king richard you know this film is more interesting than if it was like i wouldn't be as interested in if it was just about serena or venus yeah personally. like look at the kid tennis star yeah plus you probably wouldn't have will smith in it and will smith is like interesting like i, I like will smith he seems like a pretty decent guy yeah this film again this film is kind of like not as much to talk about with this film because like yeah because it's all generally quite light and um, this it's weird because this recording has been going for like nearly three hours and so many and we've sort of been repeating things <laughs> i've had a lot of yeah. these films but it's kind of just like yeah we can't really say much more because it's like yeah it's not really reinventing the wheel in any way even though yeah. it's quite good like last year well there were less films to talk about last year but like you know they're sort of more interesting types of films last year more I guess. Strikingly different from each other yeah like you know you had you know you had like you know sound of metal which is very different to something like nomadland you know and then you had the yeah. father which is very different to judas you know and that kind of thing whereas this is kind yeah, of like a young woman being very different from i don't know what else is there minari um, minari yeah you know mank and promising a young woman you know two very different kinds of films you know? films yeah uh but these are just all not certainly not bad by any means but just sort of like yeah they're very safe choices yeah um but this is yeah one of the better films this year in my personal opinion i think it's probably in my top three i think i think i'd have to look at my ratings again but it's certainly one of the better films uh so i'm giving it an eight out of ten yeah fair um i'm giving it a 7.5 yeah. Not quite. I, I think there is a point, kind of out around the halfway point, when they go to wherever it is that John Bernthal is doing their stuff, it does kind of get a little bit less interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I get that. I, I think it, the it tennis. It's more wishy washy around that point. Yeah. I think the tennis stuff is all pretty decent. Yeah. But besides that, you know, I don't really. Um, think There's it's. There's not massive amounts to be said on it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, ooh, we've got two more. Next. Yeah, it's Coda or Licorice Pizza next. So. Yeah, I, I want it to be Licorice Pizza. Because you want to end on Coda? Cause... I want to end on a good note, yeah. Oh, 
well, that's unfortunate. Oh, okay, well. Because <laughs> Coda is next. And I really wanted to end with Coda. I would have loved if we started with Drive My Car, then the middle was just like whatever, and then we finished with Coda. Because we would have well, yeah. started I, so with is, the worst is... and finished with the best. Yeah, well, um, I was going to say this is your favourite of the bunch then too. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. I love this film so like this film genuinely like could be bumped up to a nine if i rewatch it so yeah, that gives away I... what my rating is for it but we've already discussed it in the review of the year but like yeah. it's just it's so nice such it's a such a lovely film it's just nice to see happy thi- like films i'm all for films being dark and depressing and bad things happen and people die and you know people get hurt people get sick but it's nice when you get a film that's just fun and nice it's and happy. Rare that you get such a genuinely pleasant film, especially like insidiously evil secretly. Yeah, and also isn't like an inherent kids film. Like yeah. most films with happy endings are like animated films or kids films, you know. But this, like, I mean, this is like a family film. Like you could watch this. Like I could watch, sit down and watch this with my my mum and dad, and they would and they would you know love it all this. And, you know they would love it because this is just an accessible film that everyone would like it's a shame it's on apple tv plus though because you know yeah so no one's gonna watch it no one's gonna watch it but the fact that this got nominated for best picture is actually insane and i'm happy it's genuinely one of the it almost makes up for the rest of the nominees being a bit lesser than usual yeah like i i was was overjoyed when i saw this got nominated i was so fucking because I remember on um, our, our Discord server, we were sort of reacting to the nomination, the nominees live as it was happening, and we were just typing in it like, "Oh, what the fuck? This person got snobbed or whatever." And I was like, "Oh, please, just give me Coda. Just, just put Coda yeah. in here. Just that's all I need." And then they did, and I was like, oh, "They actually did! Oh my God, they actually did it! They did a good thing!" Yeah, just. Yeah, so I, I was, I've been aware of this film for, yeah, a while. I Not exactly out of Sundance, but I remember sort of after when people were doing Oscar nominations in, like, May of last year. Because, like, oh, 2020 Oscar, the, the last Oscars have finished. Let's, you know, do a start thinking about what's happening next year. And people are like, oh, Coda is great. You're going to love it. You know, it's like this feel-good, happy movie. Mm-hmm. And then it came out on Apple TV+, and I was like, yeah, I'll get around to watching it. And then it gets to the end of the year, and I'm like, man, my top 10 is a bit, like, crap. Like, there aren't that many good films this year that I watched. I should probably watch something really good. Oh, Coda, I know that's good. And it's right here. And then I watched it, and I was like, yeah, this is a good film in my top 10 of the year. Yeah, I I knew someone that watched it and said, yeah, a lot of people have been talking about it, but I'm not sure I really get it. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a watch. And and then and you fucking loved it. You're like, yeah, this and is I, the... I was like, no, I, I get why people are talking about this. Yeah, like, this is a great film. Yeah, no, I I completely like understand like where people are coming from, and they're like, yes, this is like one of the best. Like, it's so feel good, and you just feel. Happy. It really, I think it really packs an emotional punch as well. Yeah, like it really it, it hits um, emotional beats. Yeah, it really works. Um. And it, yeah. it's a phenomenally well acted film. Oh man, the, the, particularly the, like the family. The I main four are family of are, are so great. It's a shame they're not all nominated. <laughs> like the fact yeah, that oh, I, would, I would love to see all four of them. Only Troy Kotzer got nominated. Is like really like yeah, 
he was good. Well, I, I think that the best lead actress category this year is a shambles. Oh, just, we'll get into it in a minute, but like, really, you don't put in Amelia Jones, who gives one of the best, like, day, one of the best debut performances. Yeah, I, I absolutely love her in this film. I think Rachel Zegler, like, again, great debut performance, but nah, let's just, Nicole Kidman, you get another one. Get another one. Yeah, go on. Just, I've just, I've only seen, okay, we'll get into this in a minute, but I've only seen two of the Best Actress nominees this year. I'm sure Kristen Stewart is good. I believe you've seen it, so we'll discuss that in a minute. I was going to say, I think I've only seen two of them as well. Uh, Parallel Mothers, I'm sure she's good in it, and Olivia Colman's always good. But, like, there's so many better choices you could have put in. Like, Amelia Jones, legitimately, beyond the fact that I think she's really pretty. She is. Yes. She is. But she's, like, actually fucking great in it. Like, it's not just, like... It's not even, like, a decent performance or anything like it's a truly like it's a really great performance not and it's not like i'm gonna put it up there like oh this is one of the all-time greatest performances ever because it's not but for this yeah, kind of film a really strong bit of work yeah like for this kind of film i'm not ex- i wasn't expecting like an oscar worthy performance like oh this is a performance that is actually really good and like should be an awards contender like i didn't think that i, I was like yeah I was like, yeah, she'll probably be good, you know? These people will be good. And then, like, I don't even know what it is. I I really don't know what it is. I don't know why I love her performance so much. Because it's not I like it's... With the family as a whole, they feel also... They all feel so natural with each other. They do yeah. feel like a real family. Yeah, and, I, and it's weird, because, like, these aren't, like, the greatest... Like, they shouldn't be really good performances or whatever, but they are. And something about yeah, them just... Not like, yeah, it's not like, oh, they shouldn't be. I just don't expect it. Yeah. Like, Troy Kotzer should be winning supporting actor. Like, he should. Cody Smith-McPhee is good. I'll give him that. Like, he's a good performance. But Troy Kotzer didn't even speak. <laughs> like, yeah. and I respect that more. Because that's so much harder to do. Like, Sally Hawkins in Shape of Water. Like, maybe she should have won on it. Like, maybe, yeah. I mean, listen, McDormand was good in Three Billboards. But, like, Sally Hawkins might be better. Honestly, like, yeah, I need to rewatch them both at some point because I like, really like both these films. And don't get me wrong, Frances McDormand, really great, but like, Sally Hawkins is so much better. Let's not forget movie. about Sally, you know, she's great. Yeah, exactly. And this, like, Molly Matlin missing out on supporting actress is a shame because she is really good. The brother, mm. whose name brother, Daniel Duran, I really love yeah, him in this film. He was really good, he didn't get nominated. Like, if any film should have gotten two supporting acting nominees, it should have been Coda, but it, this one. it was it wasn't. It was the power of the dog. And and I noticed um, two things I've noticed actually about the last like few Oscars is like every year for the past few years they've had so from like twenty the twenty eighteen Oscars for the twenty seventeen films. Ever since then, there have been two actors nominated in the supporting categories every year since because you had. Rockwell and Woody Harrelson and Three Billboards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the same film. Then you had Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone in The Favourite. Then there was Pacino and Pesci in The Irishman. Then you had Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield and Judas. And then you got Plemons and Cody Smith, McPhee, mm-hmm. Empowered the Dog. And then also you've had a, a, bait, a foreign language film nominated since like Roma, Parasite. Minari's got English in it, but it's more or less foreign bait. Like most, it's, of, yeah, it's and then 50/50. drive my car. 
That was just an interesting thing I noticed. But I guess yeah, the, the economy is slowly becoming more inclusive. Yeah, that's what happens when you widen. You know, you don't just have old white people. You have like thirty-year-old, yeah. you know, gay people and thirty-year-old people and you know people who are minorities. You know, like that's what happened. You know, yeah. and I feel it's like a few years ago, Coda is a kind of film that probably wouldn't have gotten in, honestly. Yeah. And, I, and maybe it's because it's sort of a, a, a sort of opinion on like, oh, the, uh, pe- there aren't as many, you know, awards contending films, but I kind of disagree because there were like a ton of big awards contenders that totally could have, like French Dispatch, for example, seems like a more obvious shot, like to put it in for Best Picture because it's Wes Anderson, you know, like it's mm. a, but no, Coda gets in, rightfully so, like, like Coda is yeah. is excellent. Like it's really really good, and like it's it's very well written. I felt like it's not like the writing it's a bit is of cliche, but I think it still works. Yeah, like it's a film that like you know you could kind of be like, oh yeah, it's a bit campy and it's a bit melodramatic at points, but it's just like okay. So, like, I don't really... <laughs> Your point. I don't care. Like, not every film needs to be a serious drama, okay? Not everything yeah. needs to be, like, Dune, where you just can't have any comedy whatsoever, okay? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, this... Yeah, from has... the scene where the, the parents sign language and talk about how they want to bang each other, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. funny. That's in. Yeah. That's endearing, you know? Like, this film... And, and like, this film is so... It's, it's really endearing, like, at the end, when, um... Millie Jones' character is performing that song and she's doing sign language so her parents can, like, listen. listen. I'm like, fucking hell, that's beautiful, isn't it? Like, that's so just nice and heartwarming. I I, I love it when films hit me with how surprisingly, like, heartfelt and emotional they can be. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm thinking, like, this is one of... It was, was like, this and the Suicide Squad that was like, wow, these are surprisingly wholesome films. Yeah. Like, this is one of the more recent examples of a film where I'm like, man, I'm kind of like, this is nice, isn't it? Like, nice things are happening to it's nice people. I'm to enjoy and have a good time, and yeah, films can be fun. Yeah, like, oh, we're gonna, people are gonna, it's gonna have a happy ending, you know? It's, well, it's like a bittersweet ending, but it's still, people are happy, you know? It's it's nice, you know? You know, this girl, she, sorts, she gets to, you know, pursue her dream, and then her parents are okay with it that's just nice and then you know when yeah yeah like man we just we are gushing over the sub sober just because everything else has been such a dirge yeah this is one of the only films that like as much as i like all the other a lot of the other films this is like the the nicest one like even west side story which is you know colorful and everything people die in it (laughs) like you don't have that in yeah, exactly. King Richard, you know, there's racism in this. You don't have any of that in Coda. It's just happiness. People are happy, you know, and they they do argue, so there is conflict. But it's just like at you the know, end of the day, you know, they it's... love each other, and that happens. You know, people, I I argue with my family all the time. I still love them, you know. Yeah. Just have a bad day, and the end when like Ruby uh, Millie Jones's character is leaving, and she then holds out her hand and does the symbol for "I love you." It's like, well, that's just nice, isn't it? no it's a really it's just nice to have yeah and i just like films that are like oh yeah like i just love films that are like yeah this is wholesome as fuck we're gonna 
embrace it you know deal with it you know because it's like and yeah it never, feel, it never feels overbearing you know it never feels like yeah. it's trying really hard to be <clears throat> just, you know optimistic as it is yeah it's like yeah. yeah it just it just sort of is optimistic you know it's like yeah yeah happy you know song. it's 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 like you know it's got a nice happy ending you know she's pursuing her dream her family is supporting her you know everything's happy you know it's it's just it's nice and you know i like i like watching nice things yeah, because you know, I, I do enjoy a film where I'm allowed to enjoy myself. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, I I do I do really like films that like yeah, it makes you think, and you know, it's kind of sad, and you know, bad things happen, but like, it's nice to just watch a film and be like, yeah, there's good things in the world. Basically, this is the only film of this lot that really kind of made me feel like a, a strong positive feeling. Yeah. <laughs> It's I, like I strong negative feelings for a lot of them, but this is yeah, this really resonated with me. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, and because this film especially because they're because <clears throat> they don't it they feel like a family, you know they don't like you you were saying this, but like they feel like yeah, this is a real family that exists, and it's it's like a documentary basically, just following these people's lives, and they you know they know each other, and I just am like yeah, it works, you know, it's just you know good stuff happening and i'm happy yeah i like Shall being we, happy uh, you know yeah it's i forget that we're allowed to yeah nowadays. yeah um shall we uh wrap up on coda then yeah i mean we did discuss this in the review of the year so i feel like we've touched on it before yeah um so yeah I t i've been saying how much i love this film and i'm only giving it an 8 out of 10 <laughs> like Listen, and this could that could just be me being sort of conservative with my rating and being like, eh, I'm not sure if I want to put it as a nine yet. So on a rewatch, which I've, I'm certainly going to rewatch this because it's great. Um, <clears throat> there's a very good chance it will go up for me to a nine out of ten. But at, at this point, I'm going to leave it as an eight out of ten. Um, yeah. It's great. <clears throat> it's really, really great. I got it at a very sturdy 8.5. I thought about keeping it at an 8, but I was like, you know what? No, this film kind of emotionally touched me in a way that nothing else has so far this year. Yeah, and um, it's like, you know, like, if you were to watch any of these, this is the one you should watch. This is, like, the... Because you will be happy. This film will make you feel better about yourself. Like, yeah, if you're it, having a bad day, back on Coda. Yeah, because it's the only one, like, yeah, you'll just be happy. And that's what we need in the world. It, this is like oh, the Ted Lasso. We that the, the last one we have to look at is sort of that way, but it feels a lot more bullshit happy. You yeah. Know? It, it feels like happy, but it doesn't understand quite what happy is. Yeah. Like, I guess I was going to say, Coda is like the Ted Lasso of movies right now, where it just yeah. is nice and it makes you feel happy. It's just unashamedly. It, it hits really you with the emotional lovely. beats. But it's happy, and I'm trying to think if there's a film, a TV show that I can connect to Licorice Pizza because that's what we're wrapping up with. Um, uh, I wish I had thought of something. Um, if I think of something, I'll I'll let you know. But yeah, chip in. Um, so but yeah, yeah Licorice um, Pizza. This was I had planned to see this last year because it came out on Boxing Day here, uh, and I didn't because I was awaiting COVID results. I could not go outside. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think, I think we've talked about this, but you're a big, well, recently you watched through, like, most of Paul Thomas Anderson's films, or a fair portion of them? Yeah, I watched all of them, but... Um... Inherent Vice? Yeah. Because, yeah, you've seen, so you've seen everything else he's made. Yes. 
And uh, what is your general thoughts on PTA? Because you're more familiar with his work than I am. Well, basically, I think he's quite overrated. Um, I feel like I'm going to feel that way when I watch some more of his films. Like, I feel like yeah, I will be yeah, one of those people who's like, well. There Will Be Blood isn't actually that great. I don't know what the fuck he, you guys are talking about. You know, there will, I, I, st I stand by There Will Be Blood is actually, yeah, I know that is one of the ones that I do kind of sort of get the hype for. Yeah. But I could, really good. yeah, I could totally see myself being like, nah, you guys, I don't get it. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> yeah but who knows um but yeah he's made two great films boogie nights there will be blood mm -hmm. and then everything he's made other than that is just kind of uh, fine wandering unfocused yeah fine like has he not... made anything like i mean i know hard eight is that his first film i know that's not yeah. particularly great but it's like his first film you know what can you do you know most first that's films one of his, that's one of his better films i'd say oh hot takes I feel like you wouldn't like Inherent um, Vice based on my knowledge no. of that film. Yeah, I don't Even know with Joaquin does. Phoenix in it. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not that bothered by Punch Drunk Love. I'm not that bothered by. Oh, um, that's the other one I've seen. I quite like Punch Drunk, Punch Drunk Love, actually. It's fine. Yeah, not that big on that. Not that big on Magnolia. Not that big on The Master. Um, And not that big on Licorice Pizza. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Listen, Licorice Pizza more at the start, and then it, it just kept on doing more new of nowhere stuff, and I was just like, okay, I'm um, it then. This film, yeah, it's fine. The the one I there's a couple things I knew going in. First of all, I knew about the age gap between the two of them. I mean, that just makes this whole thing really uncomfortable. And before I watched it, I had sort of in my head, I was like, oh, so the guy's older, right? That was sort of what I had in my head. I assume because of, like, that's just sort of how I assume, which I don't think is a good thing, that my assumption is, like, the guy. And I'm like, and it's not like I wanted to think he was, like, older. I'm just like, I don't know. But no, she's older. And, like, I don't know. I just didn't care about their relationship, maybe because of the massive age gap. But I was like, this isn't oh, okay. Oh, yeah, age. yeah, she's 25, he's 15. That's yeah. disturbing. That's gross. Like, if he was 18 and she was, like, 25, it's legal. It's fine. I don't care. Yeah. But the fact that he's a child, essentially, like, he's not of legal age, it's like, eh, no, it's not okay. Um, um, one, and the other bit I knew about was the racism <laughs> in this film, with um, my boy, that teacher from Community, who's like, <laughs> he's the Seize the Day teacher in Community in episode oh. three. <laughs> He's also that one lawyer from Arrested Development. One that, like, he, he's a professional. Jarvis. Wayne Jarvis. Oh, yeah. I just remember Henry Henry Winkler, because <laughs> he's, you oh, know... yeah. He's Henry Winkler. Oh, Henry Winkler's great in that. But, yeah, I watched it, and I was like, oh, so this is the racist stuff they were talking about. When he just does the... I can't... I'm not going to do it, because it, it's racist, when he does the stereotypical um, Chinese voice. But I was watching it, and I'm like... He is he the teacher from is he that one teacher from community one of many teachers in community it like a, got a bunch of sitcom people in it because yeah. the waitress from it's always sun in philadelphia shows up as yeah this film was just fine i guess like certainly not bad by went on yeah not bad but i am gonna sound a lot more against it than i really am just because just it's about... not that good well, in comparison yeah. to the other like, films, and it's like... I, I don't think that this is a well-structured film. Um, yeah. There, there's a very definite first, second, third act, but they're also kind of estranged from each other. I don't really... It doesn't really work for me. And also, um, I've forgotten my train of thought. 
Yeah, this film is just kind of it's it's very like oh so soft so stuff is just sort of happening, but there's no real oh. plot. Remember my point? Yeah, the fact so the main character and so yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, Cooper and... Hoffman. Yeah, and Alana Haim. Alana Haim. I don't know. I've heard Haim, and I, I think it's Haim. I think it's Haim. Ah, I assume it's Haim. That sounds right. I think it's Haim. Uh, but yeah, I don't buy their relationship just because they're so constantly kind of. I mean, she oh, like seems to fucking like hate him. him. Like, yeah, there, there's no real cause for the amount of kind of turbulence that their relationship goes through. Like, just yeah, like it's kind of like yeah, he's annoying, but like. She gets a bit unnecessarily angry, I felt, but also... Yeah, she overreacts quite a bit. Yeah. But also, if you're going to show me that, like, I can't buy into the relationship between these two, because she doesn't seem to like him. She seems yeah, to I, actively I, I dislike him. I don't know what him. it is at the end that makes them both finally be like, yay, we love each other. Yeah, I don't know. And before this film came out... I wasn't really aware of it. I was just aware of the rumored title, which wasn't Licorice Pizza at the time. It was Soggy Bottom. Soggy Bottom, yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like, man, that's a weird title. Where is it coming from? And I was like, oh, it's from those waterbeds. But where is Licorice Pizza coming from? Am I just missing something there? Um, I think it's meant to be a reference to, like, records. Oh, because it's the... Because uh, it's black and looks like licorice. Rich, yeah. Yeah. See, that's very relevant. Yeah, that's kind of fit crap, though, isn't it? Like, it's kind of like, yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, this Maybe. film is um, it's very middling. It sort of kind of just goes on tangents and just kind of doesn't really. Yeah, doesn't really tie in anything. anything. That's why I don't think I don't buy people saying that Paul Thomas Anderson is one of the all-time great filmmakers because he's not. He doesn't really have a because his films just go nowhere and there's no point to yeah, them. Yeah, he doesn't really know how to tie things together. Yeah, uh... the way that say Edgar Wright, who actually made a really great film this year, does. Yeah, man, you you seem super disappointed that Edgar Wright didn't get in for Best Picture. I mean, he should have. He absolutely should have. Screenplay, you know. Thomas and Mackenzie, you know, like seriously, best actress is a fucking mess. They it's a real, it's a shambles. They royally screwed it up, and we'll get to that in a couple minutes. Um, yeah, this film is just like good. It, it, it's the first act. You've got like you see Gary doing acting stuff, then suddenly yeah. I don't know they're doing waterbed stuff. John yeah. C. Riley's there as I don't. Yeah, is there a point to the acting? Him being an actor is it just to show that he can like oh, really? Cause, cause I was, I now that you mentioned it, I'm like, oh yeah, he did do acting in it. Yeah, he has that scene yeah. where he hits that woman with a pillow. Yeah, and, and that doesn't really, really have much long-lasting consequences. Um, then like, there's a weird bit with somebody who's meant to be like a reference, like a William Holden sort of guy. Yeah. Then the politician comes in. Yeah, there's played by. Is that one Benny Safdie? When, when Benny I know Safdie, one of the yeah. yeah Benny Safdie. It's so weird him being an actor because i'm like but he he doesn't i don't know he wasn't particularly great was he i i didn't think he was, he was like okay he should probably just stick to writing and directing that's what he's good at yeah maybe um bradley cooper was kind of a bit wasted i felt if he was in it a bit more i i enjoy that yeah i i was thinking it you know is, what his section probably was my favorite bit of the film I was thinking, you know what, if there was a bit more Bradley Cooper, he could be one of my favourite supporting performances. But he's not really in it that much. And there's a bit in the trailer I saw where he's, like, destroying cars with, like, axes. And I thought that would be, yeah. like, in the film as, like, a big part. There'd be a 
great scene where he's like destroying cars and he's flipping out and it's just in the credits and i'm like why would you why like that that could have been a really great scene in the film and you just don't put it in there and i don't i don't understand you know yeah no i'm I'm not really sold on the chris peter yeah again there isn't a lot to say about this one because it's kind of just middling and there's it doesn't really it's real it's another case of my enjoyment really went down as it went on there's no real point to it like it has you know a beginning and an end and a sort of a point it's trying to get to but it's just like it's paul thomas anderson's once upon a time in hollywood it's him saying look how cool california was back now except there's not really much there's no story arcs particular or good story arcs the yeah. story arc is that they learn to just <clears throat> get together. But the difference is, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is entertaining throughout and is yeah. a really great movie. I, I stand by Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, okay? Do I. I don't care. It's it's fucking great, okay? People just, they don't get it. It's it's great, okay? It's good. It's really, really good. And this, again, people just don't know what they're on about. This is not that good. Like, it's, like it's a decent movie. Um, it's yeah, certainly you know, nothing... Out, I've seen people giving it, yeah, 10 out of 10s. What do you want, mate? It's like, no, it's, it's really not that. It's not that, it's like, like, just to sort of look at ratings for people I know who have seen it, like, it's sort of a bit split, it looks like, on, on people, like, some people have given it 7, um, some people have given it 6, some people have given it fucking 9, like, no. Yeah, no, just... No, just stop. I've seen a couple people Behave. giving it a 10, like, no, you guys are wrong. It's not. It really isn't that good. It, and and I'm pulled out of the film because of the age gap. Yeah, it just makes the whole thing really, like, why is it, why can't they, why are they so far, why are they 10 years apart? You could have made it so that he was, like, you know, 17 and she was maybe, like, 19 or something, you know, something like that. That would have been a bit better. But no, it had to be... A, I, and also, I don't know, I didn't really think he looked 15. <laughs> like No, he looked older than that. He... I don't... Although he is old, I think. Is he, actually? Yeah. Actually, no, I think he's... It says he's 19. Sorry. But he... Actually, yeah, no, I don't know. Like I just thought he was, like, a 20-year-old playing, like... A 15-year-old, you know, like... And I'm just like, yeah, no... Yeah. But I just don't... Like, he was fine. You know, yeah. Alana Haim was fine. So Alana yeah. Haim is, is third. Everyone's really going on about them. I don't really care for them. Yeah. So there's actually a big age gap between the actors. Like, 11 so years. Like yeah. She's 30 and he's 19, so... But yeah, the difference... Yeah. But, I mean, that's legal, so it's not as bad. But it's just like... Yeah, exactly. She's still a bit odd. Yeah, you know, but it's just like, this film just doesn't, I don't care. I really just didn't care. And when they got together at the end and they kissed, I was like, cool. I've, I've not really cared that much, though, in, in terms of like, you know, you're together. That's cool. But it's just like, it's a bit weird and I don't really like it. And I just don't buy the chemistry between these people, yeah, honestly. And that's the problem. I don't buy. Don't buy is... Yeah, if I bought the relationship, I'd. Yeah, I like it more. This is why romance stories suck, and I don't like them, because I don't buy the chemistry between these characters. That's why movies about breakups are better to me, because I there doesn't have to be chemistry, because they are meant to dislike each Not other. Meant to be, yeah. But this, they're meant to, and you're meant to care, and you're meant to want to see them to get together, and it's like, I don't want to see this woman committing a fucking crime here, you know, like, she, like, she is committing a crime on this boy, and yes, he wants it, and he wants to be with her, but she's the adult, and should understand that, no, 
and she it's weird because she even is like yeah no this isn't okay and i shouldn't be doing this but by the end she's like ah it's okay i'll commit a crime what, what a fucking waste well not even a waste of climb up a weak climax just running around in the street yeah Ugh. oh it's so yeah it now that you mentioned it like that's kind of cringy isn't it that they're just like running looking for each other it's like come on that's yeah. what the fucking notebook would do like you're better yeah. than that you know just, by, yeah, it's a little bit better, but yeah, yeah just yeah. Like and, and said, I, I, mean, I feel like I, I hate on this film a lot more than I actually dislike it. Yeah, and I've realized I sound a lot more down on it than before. But like, it's not that. It's just because like people again. This is one where people are like, "Oh, this is amazing," and I'm like, "It's not though." It's you not. <laughs> and I think this is a, a theory that I just thought of. I don't know, maybe if it was the other way around where he was older and she, where he, he was 25 and she was 15, maybe people would look at it differently. Like, I, like... Yeah, exactly. Because American Beauty, for example, like, Lester Burnham in that film is a creep. And we're meant to understand exactly. that. We're meant to under- But I wonder if it would be played differently if it was an older woman and a, and a teenage boy, you know? Maybe, yeah. Ooh, that'd be interesting. And this, I feel like, is kind of the same thing where, like, People don't get upset because, oh, it's an older woman, you know, it's okay. She's only, like, 25, guys, okay? It's not like she's fucking 50 or whatever. It's, like, still illegal, still a crime. Yep, still a crime. Cool Does... motive, still murder. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. if he is younger than 18 and she, like, she's 18 old and he's younger than that, it's a crime, okay? Even if, it's, if she's 18 and he's, yeah, 15, it's still a crime. You know, like, it, yeah, it's... <laughs> But, you know, it's a decent film. I just don't love yeah. it as everyone else seems to. Yeah. So, for me, it's a 7 out of 10. Yeah, 6.5. Uh, yeah, that's the... Man, we've been recording for ages, but we've still got a little bit more. Uh, how would you... Do you want to do a full ranking, or...? Yeah, yeah, can do. All right, cool. Uh, so, I think we've got the bo- We've got the same favourite one. Yeah, same favourite. So, for and me... I like to do it differently. Yeah. So for me, from worst to best, it's probably it's drive my car at the bottom. Um, then the next two, I'm not sure. It's Belfast and Dune. I don't know which is which yet. I think because they're kind of like on the same level to me. I think Dune is slightly below Belfast, maybe, but I'm not like entirely sure about that one. But those those are the bottom three. Okay. Then after that, uh, I don't actually. I've got my list here. I should probably find it. I so yeah. Coda, so my top three: Coda, West Side Story, King Richard. Those are the only three I gave an eight out of ten to. So that's mine. So I'd probably yes, yeah, so I'd go drive my car. Then oh, it looks like I put Belfast below Dune. So. Drive My Car, Belfast, Dune, Nightmare Alley, Don't Look Up, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, King Richard, West Side Story, and Coda. That's my uh, full ranking there. Uh, yeah, least favorite to favorite. I go Dune, Drive My Car, Power of the Dog, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, King Richard, West Side Story, Don't Look Up, Coda. Man, that is a ver- man. That's a very different list. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, no, fair enough. Hey, at least we came together for our love of coda well yeah obviously coda is the best one let's just be honest here coda is great so um that's the one we want to win uh do you want to yes. touch on a few of the other major categories and then uh we can do sure yeah so best director 
of the nominees, I'd I'd give it to Spielberg personally. I think it's yeah, easily actually. the best directed film of the year. I think we would agree on that wholeheartedly. Um, best actor. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think you've seen. Have you you seen all of these? Haven't you? All five of these. Let me, let me double check. Okay, because it's Javier um, Bardem in being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch. Ooh, no, like, yeah, that's the one I've not seen. Oh, um, Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom, Will Smith in King Richard, and Denzel Washington in the Tragedy of Macbeth. I have seen four of five. I haven't seen Denzel. Um, seen I'm yet. kind of dreading it because Shakespeare, pretty crap. Tick Tick Boom is. I was disappointed that it didn't get in for best picture. Personally, I would have given it a pick, a, a nomination for picture, actor, adapted screenplay, sound. Um, I don't know if there was original an original song in it. There might have been, but I really, really loved Tick Tick Boom. But we cover this in my review of the year episode, and I think Garfield should win. Uh, he's not going to. Well, I mean, I'd be surprised if he did. It'd I be think great. He, if he he's did. kind of second place. Yeah. Mm. I would argue... I mean, Will Smith is, like, number one. Everyone's like, yeah, Will Smith is yeah, going to win this. Yeah, that probably be him. But... The, the other three, I don't think it... Really? I, I think Benedict is probably the closest second behind Smith, personally, because he's the... Okay, those I've not that, really heard that many people talking about him in that film. No. I don't think... I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot more people are like, Cody Smith McPhee, yeah. And people are like, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, that'd be cool. But I think Will Smith... Um. I think he's yeah he's I think he's definitely the most likely to win. Yeah, um, yeah. So I haven't se- yeah I haven't seen Denzel yet. I will watch it. Uh, a lot of these Oscar films I haven't some of these I haven't seen yet. I will try and watch before the ceremony because I want to be as informed and possible as as possible. But it's Shakespeare, and you know I kind of um, despise Shakespeare. It's one of the better bits of Shakespeare. Yeah, I mean it's made by Joel Cohen, so I might oh, like it a is, bit holds, more. Um, then Best Actress. So none of these people who were nominated for Best Actress at the Oscars were nominated at the BAFTAs because of the weird system BAFTA used this year, which they used last year, where they basically were like, hey, we're going to have a jury vote. It's like 12 people, and that's going to be like the acting nominees and the director nominees. So they're a bit weird. Um, So we've got Jessica Chastain in Eyes of Tammy Faye. Olivia Coleman in Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kim in Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. I think I, I, I've only seen Kristen Stewart. Wow. Um, yeah, do you want to sort of give your thoughts on that? Because I had planned to watch it before this, but I didn't. I ran out of time. But I assume she's good in it. I think she's wonderful in Spencer. Mm. Um, but the case of Twilight Act is proving that they can do real acting. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I just thought the film was a really kind of beautifully depressing in a like depressing in, in a good way that it's mm. just a real. It's sad, but in the way that it's like, oh, I wish it could be better for her. Um, yeah. Well, I'm I'm not a big royalist, but you know. No. This one's very I mean, a lot of I don't think many people are nowadays. Yeah, but this one's very anti-royal, so I guess like it's probably why she didn't get nominated at the Baftas because one of oh, the royal yeah, family is like, oh, fuck no. We're not going to give her recognition for playing this person that, you know... I'm not saying they she they did kill her, because that's ridiculous, but it's like, they I, I'm aware they did not like her from my Yeah, they were a big Diane fan. I don't but, really you know, know why, I, I, but... I'd love Christian Stewart to win, even though I've not seen the other four. Um, I definitely recommend you check out Eyes of Tammy Faye. I, I do want to try and watch these before. Yeah. The I mean, Jessica Chastain is a pretty good act. It's pretty good. 
I kind of personally think she should have been nominated for Molly's Game, if I'm being completely honest here. I thought she was really good in that. Um, Nicole Kidman can fuck right off. Um, it's insane that she's nominated. No, it's just annoying because, like, it's not even, like, it's bad. It's more just, like, it's fine. It's not... Mm -hmm. Seriously. And seriously, like we said, best actress are fucking shambles. Like, my top five... Like, here's my top five, if you don't mind me going through. Yeah, go ahead. Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye to win. Amelia Jones in Coda. Martha Plimpton in Mass. I know you haven't seen it. I've seen it. It's excellent. Um, you would probably enjoy it. Um, okay. Rachel Zegler in West Side Story and Thomasin McKenzie in Last Night in Soho. That would have been my five, personally. <laughs> my, my five here. Yours oh. is probably a bit different than mine. Yeah. Some yeah. differences. Yeah. Actually, yeah, no, there is. Yeah. Uh, so Jennifer Lawrence, Don't Look Up, which I'm not sure about. I agree with that, actually, but I'm fine. Mm. Is that um, a leading performance? I, I felt she was more supporting, really, but... Um, yeah, you can argue that, but... And I, I guess she's the female lead, lead, if that's how, if that's the sort of yeah. logic we want to yeah, run yeah, on. Yeah, I guess that was my my logic. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, J Law, Thomas and McKenzie in Last Night in Soho, Amelia mm-hmm. uh, Jones in Coda. Yep. Uh, Jodie Comer in The Last Duel. I haven't seen it. Me. I'm aware she's excellent and probably should have been nominated for this, honestly. Yeah, uh, and then Christian Stewart in Spencer. And that's who you would pick to win. Yeah. I mean, Jessica Chastain. It's a very Oscar baity performance. Yeah, I mean, so is Christian Stewart. So and Christian yeah. Stewart. And so is, I guess, Nicole Kidman, because she's playing Lucille Ball, and people are like, yeah, Best Supporting Actor, Kieran Hines, Belfast, Troy Kotsakota, Jesse Plemons, Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith-McPhee in Power of the Dog. I've seen all of these. Be, it will be Cody Smith-McPhee, but it should be. It should be Troy Kotsa. It really should yeah. be Troy Kotsa. J.K. Simmons is a weird choice. I personally would have put in... Actually, who would have been my who would have been my supporting actor list? Oh, Jason Isaacs, of course, in Mass. He fucking oh my god, the fact that he, uh, Mass is so good. I didn't. And more people see it. It's insane to me. I don't get it. Crazy. More people yeah, should have seen it. Yeah. I'll I'll try to get on that. So my five for supporting actor would be Jason Isaacs in Mass, winning. Um, Cody Smith. Uh, no, sorry, Troy Kotzer in Coda. Cody Smith McPhee in. The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield in the Eyes of Tammy Faye, and Andrew Garfield in Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> solid, solid. Mine is kind of proper, but also there's one <laughs> that it's just like, I'm, I'm, I have no shame in putting him in here, oh, um, but it's not very Oscar-y. Yeah. Um, so I guess my, my number five, uh, John Cena in The Suicide Squad. <laughs> nah, he was great. He was really good in that movie. Oh, hilarious. I'll give you that. Oh, I... I mean, he's much better in Peacemaker, but that's because they, you know, give him more. And it's just, yeah, yeah, no, he, exactly. he's so good in Peacemaker that in, in the Suicide Squad. He was funny. I think he, funny. he he's really great in this role. Um, then Troy Kotzer, Coda, and Daniel Durant in Coda. Oh, all right, yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, then Adam Driver in The Last Duel. Fair enough. Uh, he probably should um, be winning. He probably should have been nominated and won, probably from what I've heard. Would but... be nice. Uh, and then we have the same number one, and and DG, and Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you don't well, know he's in it, but, but you should by now. Yeah. Oh no, Andrew Garfield was my fifth. Sorry, I I, I didn't make that clear. I would have. Had, oh, you're doing the other way around. I did it the other way. I should have done it from the bottom. Yeah. I was just reading it off the list here, and it goes downwards. But Andrew Garfield, yeah, he should he should have been nominated. He was genuinely 
really really great and he actually made me like nearly fucking cry like he yeah no he, he's the emotion he's the heart of the film and it's so weird because i was like man andrew goffey he's a great actor but man he was he did not have a good spider-man and then no way home was like no he was no he he's he's the best one actually uh you're welcome uh supporting mm. actress we got jesse buckley Dubo- ariana dubose judy dench kirsten dunce Angela Ellis. uh i think of these dubose is my favorite um Either her or Angelina Ellis for me, yeah. Um, I'm looking at what mine would have been for. So, Iona DeBose is my favorite. Then Anya Taylor Joy in Last Night in Sorrow. Like, come on, let's be honest. I thought she. Was, I mean, I just really like Anya Taylor Joy. I think she's good. She's good. At, she's good at that yeah. whole the acting. I, thing. Really, I, I mean, she, she. Yeah, she's like my second. I don't really have a top five for sporting actress, but yeah, yeah, she's my number two. My Place to do no time to die. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's that's interesting, but um, I dig it. You know, she she was actually much better in that than I I thought she would be. Um, yeah. so yeah. Then I don't know what my other three would be. I it's probably Molly Matlin in Coda. Uh, I probably throw in Anjanu Ellis in um, my fucking King Richard, and I'm just looking at the films here. I mean, maybe Regina King in The Harder They Fall, but that's not really a, a great performance. I guess it really says how poor supporting actress is that I can't really come up with a, a definitive top five because they're all kind of like, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's quite late for me, so maybe if I was in a... If I was yeah. less tired than I am, I would be bothered yeah. to put one together now. Um, but yeah, really. I mean, it's it's DeBose. DeBose is winning. I'd be surprised if it's probably. anything else. Animated feature. I'll just do this one and then we should probably wrap up because it's... Down, down. Uh, Encanto, Flea, Luca, Mitchells vs. Machines, and Raya in The Last Dragon. It's going to be Encanto. It's going to be Encanto. My favourite of them. Yeah. I haven't seen yeah. Flea, but Encanto is the best one. Why. Okay, so yeah. The Oscars 2021. If you've made it this far. Thank you all for listening. It's been a tough one, but we've had our fun. Yeah, so thank you all for listening to this week's episode. This is this may be my, this is definitely my longest thus far. So yeah, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed. This is a lot of fun. I'm really tired oh, though. What? what, what yes, yeah, same. And my throat is. What, what are you? My voice feels very hoarse at this point. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna Make wrap it up. Uh, check out the other episodes we've done. Uh, me and Barney and check out all the other episodes I've done I've done a, a lot at this point um, check out all the social medias fine website check out my letterboxd Barney you've got a letterboxd if they would want to check that out uh, you could probably find it it'll be on there somewhere just so, just go to my following list yeah, if you follow William find me through there yeah I'll be I'll be up there it'll be up there it'll be one of the more newer followings or followers I guess um, yeah, so thank you all for this listening to this one, and I will see um, all of you guys in the next one. Goodbye. <clears throat> Goodbye.